art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN. Emerald City Video, this is Russ. Do you have that one with that guy who was in that movie that was out last year? <sighs> hello, and welcome to the Emerald City Video Podcast. Ah, hello, how goes it? Oh, hey, there's Zach. Hello. And then, uh, yeah, we're today we're going to be talking not about a specific movie, but about a kind of uh, uh, troubling trend, I guess, that we've started to see uh, attacking the the home entertainment space from a bunch of different directions and because we were a video store or we were a video store uh, <laughs> we were a video store we yeah. actually yeah. were like we walked around and anyway yeah it's true it's true <laughs> I I you know today's Halloween I should have just fucking gone as a video store just like built a box around <laughs> myself <laughs> gone as a red box <laughs> next year next year it's funny because I was watching a uh, an old episode of American Dad and uh, it was one where uh, the kid um, the boy is uh, Steve uh, is uh, working at a supermarket and for some reason a lot of the shot like there's like several scenes where there's a blue box not a red box but a blue box right behind them and it wasn't branded anything I don't don't even know if it said blue box but it was just it was clearly a DVD vending machine yeah It, it like it looked like a red box except it was blue I mean it looked like the blockbuster boxes when it they were out yeah but it was just one of those like never mentioned no one references it but like it is dead center of the shot when like at least like three minutes of the 23 minute long show as and it was just i just was like that's that's weird i i don't know if i noticed that before but anyway. yeah yeah i wonder if that's one of those things where like <laughs> it it existed in a previous like episode or something yeah. and so like no it's just like an asset that we know that we have to have in there now yeah 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 um and i'm as we're talking i'm also pulling up uh today i'm gonna have data not not actually any significant amount <laughs> just just this one chart that i'm gonna talk about a little bit because it it's fucking ridiculous but uh but yeah uh one of the things that that zach had pointed out and it was i think uh two days ago when the uh hbo max warner media like press day was happening yeah is that even like pre HBO Max, like just the the sheer like the number of services that you have to sign up for in order to have everything that you used to have under cable. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you think at this point that it has surpassed the cost of cable? I'm literally adding that up right now. Um, and uh, because uh, I found a great TV Guide article that basically lists everything, and I'm just starting yeah. to like. I mean, the, one of the one of the problems is is that like you can still like it 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 definitely. I mean, you can say right off the bat it has because mm-hmm. you automatically have to pay fifty dollars a month minimum to access the other services to cut the right. cut the cord. You have to pay fifty dollars because you have to have uh, a internet provider. High speed internet, right? Yeah, yeah, and high speed internet. Not you can't get away with DSL like really. Yeah. You can't get away with much else. Um, I'm supposed maybe you could get, I don't know if you could get away with DSL anymore, but, um, but the fact is, is that you, you start at $50, which is the price of originally, at least of most basic, I mean, not basic, but like you're getting a couple, you're getting most of the channels, you're getting things like that. 
Cable packages. I have no the, idea. What the thing where your cable package is, <laughs> hey, we're giving you the stuff that you should be able to pick up over antenna, but nobody's invested in yeah, this. Well, that, I mean, that I think is, I think that right now is like 20 bucks a month. Um, yeah. It's the basic stuff. And then, so if you're going to get like TNT and Comedy Central and stuff like no sport, not, not any of the big sports channels, anything right. like that. Like it's like 50, 60 bucks or maybe, I mean, maybe it's, but like, that's at least what it used to be. I don't know right. what it is more. I think yeah. it's, I think it's definitely more than that now. Um, but I know my aunt's cable bill is like 250 fucking dollars or something okay. like that, which I don't. I, I know she buys movies, which I can don't understand. Um, but especially because it's almost like the movies uh, through through like the cable box, like the traditional uh-huh. system, are almost like always like two dollars more than even getting it on Vudu or Amazon. Amazon or yeah. that. So and and also the like the art the box is always a thousand times fucking worse dealing yeah. with. And it's like, anyway, um, we have a weird yeah. thing because we live out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, exactly. That's well, part of it too. You know, and we will have to circle back around at some point to talking about purchasing because, uh, I, I'm a big purchaser of yeah. movies and that's part of my math for all of this. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, for me, it's, it's also skewed because I actually, after a long time of not having, not even a long time, my in-laws had cable, and so I hadn't gotten completely out of the cable market per se. Because I, you know, if you listen to the show, you probably know I live like upstairs from my in-laws, basically, and uh, and so like I had cable for a while. Then they finally uh, cut the cord, and I ended up buying YouTube TV. Which is a fifty dollar a month pr- uh, like subscription service that you can access through your high speed internet, which allows you to basically access cable TV, DVR, and a handful of other services. Yeah. Um, there are some limitations on it, but they're basically the same limitations that you would have on like the stuff that you can the stuff that you can access via your cable box if you did not actively DVR it in advance. Yeah. Like my daughter has gotten into the Muppet Babies reboot and like there's five episodes you can watch because you can watch the five most recently aired ones. Uh and that's it for free. And if I'd had the presence of mind to imagine in advance that she might become interested in the show, I could have put it on my DVR and then like I'd have them all. But that or just buy like that's honestly one thing that I'm I'm actually going back through and starting to think is like there's a handful of shows that like I fall asleep to. I yeah. wa- you know, I just I watch on background because like both of us, we almost always have some sort of media playing outside of what we're yeah. doing. And because it's either that it just basically dampens out other noise and and like I can I can I can not listen to Law and Order <laughs> even though it's on because not only Law and Order or Law and Order is me because I've seen every single goddamn episode at least ten times. Um, or I can also get into it. So if I want a break, I can turn literally this much like, yeah. <laughs> to the to the TV and watch it or turn it back on and off. And I'm not fucking missing anything. Yeah. Um, as opposed to like turning on a new movie or turning on or just any movie where it's like it's an hour and a half. It's just this. Otherwise, it's this continual stream of thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually thinking about starting to buy um, either physical versions of uh, if you can even do things, things like American Dad yeah. Um, maybe less so like family guy or something like that, but like, uh, shows like that, just because I, I always want something on, I, I watch because I work, you know, work in news, yeah. uh, like political news. I end up, if I end up watching, if I end up watching like MSNBC and CNN, I end up getting 
angry into it, not yeah. like positively yeah. into it because it doesn't actually give you any fucking information. No, um, no. And so I just end up like going on Twitter and like tweeting about how much, how fucking terrible, like their news broadcast is. or something like that yeah. and whatever. And it, and it's, so it's like, it doesn't actually allow me to get anything done, but like, it's, I just think about like back in the day when, like when I was obsessed with, uh, you know, I, I, I basically burn myself out of certain shows, whether yeah, it be oh, Luther, yeah. or whether it be Clerks, the animated series or things like that, where I just, or the like random seasons of the Simpsons. Like I still have like four, I think five or maybe five, four or five seasons of the, uh, uh, actual physical DVDs of the Simpsons, like hanging around. And I've actually even occasionally started like popping those in. Yeah. Like, I, I really wish that they still said this is very much off track, but like I still wish you could still eat. You probably could actually easily find them for cheap now. But it is remember they used to have like 50, the 50 uh, carousel. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I, we actually when we when we were roommates, we actually either bought one or thought about buying. One. I don't remember whether we actually went through it or not. Because no, like, we didn't. I don't we, think we watch. We we don't watch anything other than these. <laughs> yeah, <films>. exactly. <laughs> so it's like, why are we doing this? Like. Everything's getting scratched up. Everything because it's like we either pop in like Clerks animated series or Fight Club or yeah. Miller's Crossing or something, whatever. It's like the same goddamn ten films. And What's, it was just like if we had that, we could just. <laughs> What's really funny, by the way, is that when you said why are we the the why are we doing this? Like yeah. immediately in my head, I just heard why are we why are we walking like this? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, one, one day we will do the Clerks the Animated Series podcast. I know. Uh, well, the part as long as we is, can get Kevin to do it. That's the thing is like we were gonna do it, and then Kevin Smith said that he wanted to like join us, yeah, and now yeah. it's like, well, we can't just fucking <laughs> do it without <laughs> Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, um, the problem but, is he keeps uh, coming out with fucking films, you know, and then anyway, but <laughs> it's true, it's true. <laughs> which I'm not wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah. In, in any event, uh, there's there's like. There's a lot of variables here. And first of all, it's funny because uh, we're having this conversation and I have been a big champion of telling people to stop bitching about how many streaming services there are. Mm-hmm. Uh, because on, on on one hand, it means that <coughs> shitty organizations like Netflix don't control the flow of everything anymore. Yeah. Like the people who actually own the intellectual property – are able to utilize their intellectual property in a way that makes them money and continues to make sure that certain brands stay alive. Like there's going to be stuff that comes from Disney plus and uh, Peacock, which is the NBC one, which is the worst name of any streaming service ever. Oh my God. And then, and, and well, they're then, really pushing about, I don't know if you, if you watch, like they're really pushing this like joke ad campaign that they have, that the Peacock runs the network and it's an actual physical Peacock that like, right. Actors and 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 I think news I don't know if I remember news host but like actors were like I remember back when uh, you know he started the network and it was like yeah. uh, anyway yeah <laughs> but there's gonna be stuff that comes out on those that like basically would not otherwise exist like it's a way for these people to utilize their IP in a way that the the current market doesn't allow for yeah. and I'm in general, I have a hard time being super upset about that. And part of that is, like, my general disdain for fucking Netflix. Yeah. Like, I don't like Netflix. Uh, I have it, but I basically never use it. And I haven't gotten rid of it yet because my wife and kids say that they use it, but I never see them using it. And so yeah. it's one of those yeah. things. Same here. I have uh, um, uh, my aunt and uh, I think at least one other person uses it at this point. And, and I, I would... Like 
I keep almost getting rid of it. Yeah. Uh, and just because I'm like, look at you'll deal with it yourself. If like a, you don't actually watch anything on this. I know you say that you do, and b like. I, I don't like you. You can afford nine dollars. You can afford like I think I keep it at like the eleven dollar or whatever yeah, one. Yeah. But like I'm just like this is ridiculous because I, tr- I I turn it on all the time and go there has to be something. Yeah. And there's something like it's always like and this is I mean you know I mean we obviously can get into more later but like this is one of the problems with a, a handful of these these services that like yeah there's always something that was like how I felt like when yeah. I had a Hulu was like. Yeah, there's something I can watch, but like now I feel like, but that's like the it, I'm always watching the type of movie or TV show um, that I would watch at 11 o'clock at night on a Tuesday back in the 90s or early 2000s yeah. when it was just like, okay, this movie's on again. Okay, yeah, yeah exactly. I, I guess I'll watch, you know, um, God damn it, I can't remember the Ben Affleck uh, Jack Ryan movie. Uh, which some of all fears. Got, yeah, some of all fears. For some reason, some of all fears is like become that new sh- one of those new movies. It's like on all yeah. the fucking time, even though it's weirdly difficult to find on streaming services. But anyway, it is. Yeah, yeah. all the Jack Ryan <laughs> movies are. I think because there's some kind of weird uh, rights thing happening because of the fact that Amazon are the ones streaming it. Yeah. Uh, which again kind of speaks to some of my thing about how like I don't mind like Warner Brothers and parent and uh, NBC and whoever having their own streaming service if it means that uh movies that you grew up with are now available in a way that they aren't right now because like amazon and netflix are in a pissing match over who gets to stream yeah the the old stuff um so it's funny because i like i feel like we're hitting a we're hitting a point break uh as as they said in Jane Silent Bob reboot, uh, with these uh, with these streaming services where it's just like no, like I've been very supportive of like stop bitching about the the streaming services like it's not that big a deal, but like no I just I I have run out of like energy to to say like it's not a big deal when it's like no we are now getting to the point where in order to have this access to the same stuff that we used to have access to, uh you have to have five plus streaming services yeah uh, the fact that disney especially like the disney plus thing is is especially frustrating because obviously disney has their disney brand yeah and so disney plus can't have any r-rated content which means all the old miramax stuff and all the blah 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 blah, blah, blah none of that's on there yeah and so that was why disney bought a control well bought nbc out of hulu because uh, they want to use Hulu as basically the grown-up Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, and there is a relatively inexpensive, like I think the 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 bundled plan where you can get Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus is the same price that I'm paying for Hulu right now. So yeah, it's not uh, the end of the world. Yeah, uh, bundled with ESPN Plus and ads ad supported Hulu uh, is thirteen dollars a month. Yeah, which I, pay, is, I think eleven ninety nine for ad supported Hulu now. Yeah, so it's 12, I mean it's twelve ninety nine, but um, yeah, it is it is end up being one of those. I'm like, I think that that's I'll probably end up doing that. Um, the problem yeah, is, actually, is that like, yeah, go ahead. I haven't like they've been offering all these spectacular discounts for Disney Plus, but it's only for the base. Yeah. So like they're like, oh, you can get three years of Disney Disney Plus for one hundred and twenty five bucks, and it's like, shit, let's do that now. And then you look at it and you're like, no, but like. 
I'm going to want to pay the extra dollar for fucking Hulu. Yeah. And so I haven't pre-ordered it yet because I have to wait until November 12th when it launches in order to know what's the most cost-effective way to get the version of Disney Plus I want. Yeah. 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 Which again, that yeah. kind of off the beaten path, but it, it is part of this but, whole thing. But, but this is, I mean, but this is these ridiculous things because every single time one of these things pop up, and the fact that like now that uh, a lot of these products, like you know, a, a movie or TV show that that goes on Netflix has to be either something as big as uh, The Irishman, uh, yeah. Scorsese's you know movie, or wildly popular as. Um, Oh my god, not Game of Thrones. Um uh Kevin Spacey's Oh uh, uh, House of Cards. House of Cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all kind of forgot that show, didn't we, really quickly? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is <laughs> actually <laughs> which is actually part of this conversation, I think. Yeah. Like yeah. because but, the, the streaming services are not especially good at promotion yet. Yeah. And so you <laughs> I find myself forgetting. <laughs> I, I love not even finding out that like Wait, well, when, hey, when is that coming out on Netflix? And somebody tells me that's been out for three months. Yeah. I'm like, okay. what? Like, I've logged into Netflix. Like, I don't understand. I, I mean, let's talk about the algorithm issue later. But I think yeah. we've talked about that. Maybe was that? We have. We have. Yeah, we have. Our, but I mean, like, that. I'm still shocked that it hasn't fixed. It hasn't been fixed. No, um, but one but, interesting thing is that HBO Go has the. Uh, the human recommendations or recommended by humans thing. I don't know how that works. I've not explored HBO go significantly because I don't actually have it. Uh, But uh, it is not on HBO, whatever the fuck the other one is um, that I, that I end up having. uh, Okay. so, So basically it's one of those extra features for the higher tier of whatever. It must be because, um, uh, yeah, no, HBO Go, as far as I can tell, I actually haven't seen anything about it. HBO Go is what comes with the HBO subscription. Um, and so then, I think yeah, no, so I don't know if that's going to be Prime Max or, or that's now. No, um, Max but, is, that, well, that was what I was going to say, is HBO Max is incorporating yeah. the the human recommends thing from HBO Go. I don't know how it works. I haven't done any homework on it yet. I don't know. I've never, uh, I don't know. I've never seen it through the Roku app. Um, but, but what, basically, but, that's one of those things where their premise is, hey, the algorithms all suck. Yeah. Like, let's, which again is the premise of this podcast. So I'm certainly not going to argue that point, but I will say that, like, if you have HBO, HBO Go and you don't know how that works or what that is, yeah. uh, it's clearly not being effectively utilized. I mean, I mean, here's, you know, here's one. Of the, I mean, first, let me just I uh, just wanted to finish the, the other thing I was going to yeah. say, which is one of the biggest problem is, is that um, they it is it is uh, unlike when there would even be like a TV movie or or just any entertainment that would come out. Yeah. Is that a either you didn't have to pay for it before, like it was NBC, CBS or it was just part of that massive cable package that you'd have like right. $60 dollars or whatever it was and you know i'm talking about in late 90s or, you know early yeah. 2000s um or it would or it would come out on some sort of product actual physical media often you know whether it be tv or like oh well i didn't get to see yeah. you know most yeah i didn't get to see that season of i don't know fucking friends or I, I don't know i'm trying to think of some like you know like i didn't get to see that episode of whatever on some random cable thing or on hbo or whatever it would have come out and like uh, six feet under. Uh, yeah. I saw at least two seasons of six feet under on physical media because yeah. um, like 
it, I didn't, I couldn't afford HBO and back that was back before you could like log into something and watch something. Yeah. So like either I had to physically be at somebody's house who had HBO yeah. <laughs> or not. And so one of the problems is, is that like, there's, you know, there's a metric shit ton of uh, Netflix only products that are coming out, things that I'm like, I, I have a casual interest in. Yeah. And, and once I see it and, you know, never mind the problem and anything we talked about this before is that it's fucking goddamn impossible to find out whether you actually like something on Netflix without actually just watching it. Yeah. And if the first 10 minutes of a, of a movie or a TV show suck, uh, as many do, um, just because it's the first 10 minutes of a movie or a TV yeah. show, like yeah. not every single one has some amazing action scene or whatever, like you never end up watching it because a, you have no, um, you know, no reason to like, yeah. know, why am I going to spend the next hour and a half of my, of my life dealing with this? Um, or, uh, but also just, you know, it's, you, you have to have that. You have to have Netflix. You have to have Disney. You have to have, you know I mean? Like I have a, I have a vague interest in the, like the only thing I have a vague interest in is the, uh, what is it? The morning show on yeah. Apple plus. And I'm like, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fucking get Apple plus. No, no. And so it just ends up being one of those. I'm like, well, that sucks because it essentially means I'll never see it. Yeah. Um, I just will never, ever see that. Um, and, and I try to remember whether it's even a, is it a movie or a TV show? <laughs> I can't even remember. <laughs> which is a weird, which is also a new weird thing because the production values of these things are yeah, so fucking yeah. high. That it's like, is this a movie or a TV show? I can't tell. Jennifer Aniston is it? So I assume it's a movie. Like they, but, but yeah, but. Um, I think but, it's wrong though. Cause I think, I feel like it's a, cause I, I feel like it's a TV show that's produced by Reese Witherspoon's. Oh. Um, I mean, either I, way, I mean, it's like it's also it's a mini, you know, it's like, but it, yeah. but it is, it, it is the thing is that none of these, you know, Apple has no arm and, and never probably will. I mean, they they don't make any laptops or products yeah. that actually have DVD players in them anymore or any CDs. So like, why is it a thing that they would even care about? And also, they're they're a company that doesn't give a shit about that. I mean, like yeah. something that that comes on Game of Thrones, I can see, you know, most HBO shows. I pro I think I can probably get the digital medium. And I also know yeah. if nothing else, I know that I can go on Amazon and buy it, um, mm -hmm. buy most of their shows. Yeah. I have to wait a day, a day or two or three or maybe yeah. whatever. I don't know. What I think with HBO, are. it's like three months or something, but yeah, your point being it's like, yeah. you can watch all. Yeah, of yeah. 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 Like, I mean, it's just like, I, I was uh, very interested in the, well, the Showtime, um, Neil Gaiman's, uh, uh, American Gods first season was excellent. Um, I actually got the uh, the monthly subscription via Amazon, and realized only afterwards that like since I wasn't talking with about it with any, it didn't. No one else I knew really was watching it that I was interacting with. My friend Paige, I think, was watching it. That yeah. was about it. Um, I was just like, fuck me. I could have bought the season for the two month, the price of the two months, <laughs> since it was the yeah. only show that I watched. And it was also at a time period in Showtime when nothing else was fucking on, which is one of the big problems with HBO. I always find is that the way that they do their shows is that there's only one fucking show that any type of person would like to watch. Like yeah. once Game of Thrones is on for those months that Game of Thrones is on, none of the shows that I like, I particularly want to watch are also on. And like, right. I only had casual interest in in game of thrones past like the third season i realized that they just fucking killed everyone and i was like uh i don't have the energy for that type of show um yeah. but it, it, which is weird actually that right now there's uh, with hbo there's gonna be uh there is uh watchman which is excellent and and also um the um 
oh my god his uh his dark materials right oh right. yeah yeah which i fucking am like i am more excited about this than any movie or any tv show uh in in like probably a year at least <laughs> it's come out just because it's like all of these people in the show from other shows that i love and other movies that i'm like and also it's one of my favorite books so anyway yeah but that's off, again off track as we do Oh, well, yeah. where, were, where were we? <laughs> um, I mean, so the thing of the thing is this: with Apple Plus launching, uh, I think it was today. Is that right? It's launching soon, anyway. Uh, uh, technically today, as we're recording, November first, right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which was three minutes ago. Yes. Um, but uh, the. That that's hitting, and then in less than two weeks, Disney Plus is hitting, and then in May is when we finally get HBO Max, which is the t- I hate the name HBO Max. Like I understand that HBO is a valuable brand to Warner Brothers, yeah. But I hate the idea that like no, the Warner Brothers streaming service is just called HBO. <laughs> like yeah, well, um, there's well, yeah, there's Go, there's something else, and then it's 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 really fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um, Never mind. It's a fantastic Futurama reference that I'm very angry that you uh, somehow missed. Yes, I know, right? Uh, I, I will say, I will say, uh, the uh, um, I, the one thing I'll give HBO Max, it does. The name is still not as bad as the Peacock. Oh God, no, no, <laughs> no. That 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 one. There's not much. There's not really anywhere else you can go. Um, yeah, CB- CBS All Access is good. DC Universe is confusing, but good because, you know, I don't know. I always just, yeah, I, DC doesn't have like a lot of product like that I think about, yeah. um, you know, yeah. And then all the other ones are just what they are. Which... And that's, I, I think it's interesting too. Like HBO Max is an interesting thing because they want to use HBO as a model. And it seems that they're curating pretty heavily. So instead of like we're with Disney, they're just dropping like everything Disney owns as long as it's not R-rated onto one thing. Yeah. It seems like the reason that Boomerang and uh, DC Universe and other similar things are going to continue to exist is that HBO Max is just not going to use mediocre stuff. Yeah. Um, which like I can see the the appeal, and certainly I do think that's the that's the baggage that you have when you make when you name your your uh your streaming service after hbo because hbo has a reputation that you have to uphold yeah um but it's an odd and arbitrary decision like the fact that they have all this dc universe original programming they're bringing over doom patrol Mm -hmm. which is like the smartest funniest best show on the dc universe uh but they're not bringing over you know say titans uh, yeah. Which I think more people actually watched, and which is the like flagship show that they launched the day that DC Universe launched. Yeah. Uh, because, like, Titans just isn't as good as Doom Patrol. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a weird kind of arbitrary system. Uh, but I, uh, I kind of like it mostly because I'm a DC Universe fan. Yeah. And, uh, I think one. When and if DC Universe folds, most of the original programming is going to go with it, and you're not going to get, you know, you'll have the the two or three DC things that HBO Max is doing at any given time. 
but also like I just I like the comics aspect of it and the archival aspect of it. like I, I like the fact that uh, I can go on DC Universe right now and watch like Lois and Clark if I wanted yeah. or like, the 1990 Flash series <laughs> uh, and it's just shit that like I don't want to pay for because it's not that good objectively yeah but yeah, none of those things are individually worth buying, even mm-hmm. the physical DVD, even if it was at Walmart for 20 bucks for like a season or two or three or whatever. Uh, and, and it's just because it, it's not and not necessarily that it's not worth the $20 to own physically own the thing, mm-hmm. but to actually out put out that $20 at that moment and, you know, at yeah. any given moment in time for most people, unless you're like a collector. Right. Um, it just seems, uh, it, it, there's a lot of things like that. Like homicide life on the streets is one of my favorite, you know, TV shows ever. And, uh, the DVD came out and it was not on fucking any streaming services. Um, yeah. but the DVDs came out and they were even because they came out relatively late, uh, mm-hmm. in the kind of world of season stuff. Uh, it was like a hundred and over a hundred dollars originally when it came out yeah. and it like, it would go down and down and down and down. Finally, I ended up buying it because I found it on um, like eBay, I think for like $45 or something like that. Yeah. And like, it was all, it was new and you know, not, uh, even not even watched or anything like that. But uh, it is one of those. I'm like, it is one of my favorite TV shows, but the idea of spending a hundred dollars to watch TV, to yeah. buy physical, anything, honestly, like I've, I, you know, I, have had lots of box sets you know i don't know where the fuck most of them are at this point which is disturbing um over the years but um but it is it's it is one of those things that it was always a hard buy for one goddamn tv show which is you know one of the things that's driving me nuts about the price points on a lot of these things is the pay all front and you get a either that's your only choice or it's a huge it's a very good discount which yeah. is, you know, which is, yeah, I guess that's nice. And I guess, and I get it when, when you're launching something, that's always a big thing. Um, a lot of podcast services do that. A lot of, you know, there's a, most startups now um, require you to, you know, drop the first, you know, it's $120. Yeah. For you. It's like, I fucking don't know. And that's, but it's always one of these problems where it's like, if it's Amazon, like I, I feel less like, just because I know, even if I never watch a goddamn thing, the free shipping and the, yeah, you know, yeah. the other things that come along with it. Uh, at least I'll break even sort yeah. of thing. Which, uh, let's be clear. I never watch a goddamn thing on Amazon prime. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, other than, other than the boys, uh, which yeah. is really just kind of worth it for me. <laughs> um, worth it for me. And uh, well, the fact that, I mean, and here's, you know, it's, it's interesting because like you can get a, a Washington post subscription for like $4 or $5 a month through them which is why i have a i mean not why but it's yeah, how yeah. i have my washington post subscription um because otherwise i think it's nine dollars so it ends up being one of these things so yeah like it's it's amazing how they do do these things to it's always something that can kind of i was like oh it's really easy to justify it like yeah. um I, uh, apple is doing uh i guess everybody who has an iphone gets a free year subscription at&t you get a free subscription to HBO for the for uh, for free HBO Max. Yeah. Um, uh, Verizon, I, I think, was is starting to offer some something, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, Verizon Fios is giving you a year subscription to the base level of Disney Plus. 
Oh, oh okay. So, and it's a Verizon. It's fine. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I saw a thing about it, Verizon. I was like, oh, that's cool because I have Verizon, but I don't have FiOS because. I mean, it might be something yeah. I don't know, but I, I like. I, I think it's I just FiOS. FiOS. Yeah. I know. Yeah. No, but I, I think it's just FiOS. I haven't gotten any information about it as a you know, uh, but but it but it is it is it's this like you know ridiculous. Now, as everyone, you know, it kind of reminds me in this weird way of the like the dot com era. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm reading a, a recode article, a Vox article that's like, you know, obviously it's, it's always called the streaming wars, which it's this kind of weird war because like almost no one's com- no one's actually competing against each other. They're not competing against in the way that like, you know, Friday night TGI, whatever. Would, yeah. you know would compete against whatever show chicago hope would compete against er or something i don't know what the, that's not true uh but whatever <laughs> <laughs> like, i actually can't remember any of the no. programming wars other than like you know you know sunday night or whatever uh but um the the fact that like you're not really competing product wise you're just competing on random uh, random people's financial state and their ability their their want their vague want to see the next jason momoa tv show or the you know or whatever else and and so it's this weird thing where it basically is just going to end up being like i think in in five years it's going to be a a disney product of some kind whether that be a ABC thing in the future or whether it be Disney plus to the max um, or whether it be, you know, but it's going to be Netflix, Disney and Apple (laughs) because those are the three Apple can drop a billion dollars on new on just whatever and not, not flinch. If they, if everything clashes, Disney can drop $5 billion. Netflix theoretically can drop that money, even though they, technically don't make any money type of thing and so it ends up being this like kind of like i just wish that everything would it's it's one of these weird times i'm like can the media just consolidate (laughs) because (laughs) it's just like it's things like you know showtime especially when you start realizing that dc is owned by warner which is owned by at&t which owns hbo and so like there's all these goddamn split offs and all these places are are made, you know, owned by the same places where it used to be whatever. OK, that's fine. Viacom owns, you know, Comedy Central and they own cartoon, you know, something five, 15 yeah. other uh, other uh, other channels that I may watch. But I'm paying 50 bucks for yeah. those channels and more. Now I'm going to pay 50 bucks just to them for those five channels. Oh, and some back catalog of stuff, which is cool. Except it's not always going to be there, and I can't rely on it being there unless it's yeah. actually an, uh, like a product. But even then, like Netflix, like I can kind of, I can, I guess I can rely on Netflix TVs and movies always being there. I can't, yeah. I can't always rely on HBO's movies and, and stuff like that necessarily being there or being offered in the right way or at the right time. I mean, certainly not. Yeah. You know, if Warner Brothers comes out with something, I can't necessarily rely on it being anywhere. Um, now and so it's just i don't know for for a person who's you know i'm always getting tired of whatever this is you know yeah, ne- yeah. getting tired of netflix and i'm like is it worth it to get rid of netflix and then go to the next one and go try in the next one and then like uh, i don't know it's tiring 
they basically that was my long rant it's tiring i, I will add too <laughs> it's tiring for us yeah and we fucking understand a lot of this like yeah. i work in the entertainment space you've been paying attention to this stuff for decades like we understand how these things work and who owns what like in the post like disney plus hbo max era there's going to be a not insignificant number of people who do not know like the same people who can't tell you wait is superman dc or is he marvel yeah yeah, yeah. those people are going to have no fucking idea that in order to see a superman movie you have to have hbo max yeah like they have no reason to know that Warner Brothers owns that con- owns DC. And, and 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 that's you know and that whatever. I mean I I don't think many people like we get concerned about it because like we think too hard about these things and too much about that. And that's you know whether paid or unpaid, that's like what we do with our lives. Like <laughs> like in the 90s we were doing this, we'd be arguing you know, or in the early 2000s we we'd be doing this, making the same argument about whether uh, Blu-ray or HD video or whatever we're going to make, you know, go future, whatever. Sadly, porn is fucking irrelevant now, so you can't use that as the arbiter like you used to be able to, whether it be yeah. VHS or Betamax or whatever. But the, what, what, I, what I end up finding is that this weird paradigm where there is so much great programming out there that things like that, they can't survive. That you yeah, know, so yeah. you know, something like Sense8, which I personally never never liked, but it has this extremely rabid firefly level kind of fan oh, yeah. base of like devoted to it. And I don't know. I mean, it actually got a couple of seasons, but like it, it was kind of always maligned. Uh, it, it, people always felt like it was maligned, which is people always feel like it, they, their, their favorite show is maligned. Yeah. Unless, it's, unless it's game of Thrones. And then they, then they burn down the fucking villages because they didn't like how the show ended. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, it is, but now I, it's just as we get more, there's going to be, you know, it's like, yeah, there'll be there used to be you could just be happy. With, and I'm just going to think about, you know, LGBT show shows that are friendly towards LGBT characters, yeah. things like like a sense eight ad um, and like the, those audiences all go go towards that because there's four shows yeah. that are yeah. that aren't just terrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, exactly. That, a, you yeah. have any representation, and the shows that do have representation isn't just them getting killed all the time and that sort of thing. So it's, it's like, like you pretty much have Sensei one day at a time, yeah. why not an ERP, and yeah. then question mark? Yeah, yeah, exactly, it's yeah. Part, I guess. And, and, you, and you're still kind of like, you know, I mean, and, and you know, but it – so it just becomes this – it's this weird thing where as you get – as you get more of these things and you're going to have like more – TV shows that have a great character and and it gets spread out across, you know, it's not just like, oh, well, I don't have a problem. I can DVR this show, even if they're yeah. networked at the same time, you know, like you can do that. Now you're going to have to be spending, you know, 30 bucks just to watch these two goddamn TV shows that you want to watch. And because, I mean, we're already seeing a lot of, uh, you know, HBO is talking a lot more about trying to figure out how to stop people from sharing passwords and doing things. Yeah. Uh, Netflix has for the first time, as far as I can tell, actually been talking about that as an issue. 
which yeah. to me is going to be like, what? Then what the fuck? Why do fuck do I have a? Why am I paying eleven now or twelve ninety nine or whatever the fuck I'm paying now? I don't even know, which is probably something I should probably know. Um, like if I have five logins, why do I? Why why is this a thing you give a shit about? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I'm sharing it with fifteen people, then that's one thing, you know. But I don't have that level of coordination. <laughs> I actually upgraded my account once because I had four people on and it was yelling at me that I had to have somebody log out. I'm like. Yeah, but um, but but it is it, it is going to be it's like it's it's weird thing where it's just like you're going to have a hell of a lot more product, but I don't know. And that are going to talk to smaller audiences than you used to. Yeah. But the level of patience that a lot of these other net of these other ones will have. I mean, early on, Netflix had a lot of patience because they had a lot of money and yeah. they were just like, fuck, we're just going to throw everything at the wall and see what hits. Yeah. They've already cut that back massively. Again, Sense8 was one of the first victims of that. Um, and, and you know, there's been a dozen other shows. I mean, even the you could argue the Marvel shows, like, were kind of victims to that. To Ish, that. yeah, because they were victims. Ish, they were there's victims a lot of, of uh, yeah, plus, basically. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of other story. You know, I mean, other stuff. the other thing but, I will say, too, is there was a study um, – and, you know, I say study, it's investigative journalism. It's not a, a, a academic study, but there was a story. I think it was a collider. I could be wrong. I'm going to try to find it. But um, that basically said, yes, streaming services greenlight a shitload of stuff, but they cancel almost all of it. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, you look at CW, for instance, and there's like three new shows every year that get introduced because they have a relatively stable lineup. Mm hmm. Uh, but of those three, usually one to two will stick around for yeah. a second season and and a third. Whereas with uh, with Netflix and Amazon, the vast majority of their shows don't come back for a second season. Yeah. And the ones that do, the odds of them getting a third or a fourth go way way up. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you you yes, you do have like three or four shows that become like pop culture phenomena. Yeah. In terms of like Stranger Things and House of Cards and, and whatever else. But most of the shows on Netflix and Amazon, <clears throat> even if they're relative, even if they're well reviewed, even if the fans like them, like for whatever reason, it's like, no, they just aren't worth it. Yeah. You know, you look at The yeah. Tick and it got it disappeared after two seasons and people yeah. were like, wow, I thought that show was doing really well. And um, it, well, I mean, that's that's a two that's a two part of there is that first, you know, the the issue, especially I mean, I think Netflix is is by far the worst. Um, and part of that is because they release 5000 shows every Tuesday. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's only slightly an exaggeration. Um, <laughs> actually, but um, and the other thing is that they don't advertise anything yeah. or they or they advertise the most confusing things. Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember what TV show we were seeing all these goddamn ads in Syracuse on billboards for it was something uh, very weird and nothing that fit. The thing I remember the most was that weird Jared Leto samurai yes. movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was like, one. And it's like, we have what? Like, I don't get why there was like four bill, like four billboards, yeah. which we in don't get, Syracuse. we don't get media billboard, like TV show of like national programs yeah, no, at all. Not at all. And so maybe that was just why they're like, fuck it. They're, these are nothing we we can spend. Yeah, money exactly. Yeah. But it was like all of that show wasn't and it wasn't Netflix like, oh, and by the way, we have this show. It was this goddamn show and find it on Netflix. It was it was a very weird thing. But but it is it's like there's 17 shows, 17 movies like you scroll through. And I was like because I was looking for I don't know, I was just looking for something like on Netflix and noticing the the number of 
less TV shows and more movies these days, it seems. Yeah. But like, you know, like seed level action films that yeah. are out there and they're all not amazing, but like like I was watching, you know, there's like one or two that I fucking hell actually one of that I actually kinda wanna review later on, which I have to remember. But um she but it was it was pretty good. And I'm like, oh if they spent if they spent 50 bucks on advertising if anybody yeah. a i would have i probably would have noticed that um and i would have watched it like been like a thing oh cool like that's something i want to watch as opposed to literally having to scroll through and seeing an actress who i vaguely recognize and being like oh i'll give that a try because she was good in the latest remake of the i think she was in the uh the dragon tattoo uh, the, like the, or not dragon tattoo, but whatever the most recent one yeah, was yeah. without, uh, Daniel Craig. Um, and I was watching it and I was like, Oh, okay. And, and got caught into it and it was good enough and whatever. And she's, she's actually in a, she's in some other new action film that's coming out. But, uh, it, it like, I literally would have never known unless I spent fucking so goddamn much time scrolling through desperately trying to find something yeah um and you know it's the same thing on amazon i mean it's the same thing on amazon not for their for their tv shows and movies because they have so few of them um but for anything to actually watch in there because i mean and you know obviously a lot of this goes back to the curating and things like that but like it just actually finding anything on on any of these things which is only going to be triple fold because it's also now even more difficult to find out when things are actually on TV shows, a lot of the yeah. there's a handful of websites that you know you can go. Is this show streaming? And most of yeah. those are bro- most of those are completely broken at this point. Yeah. Either because the websites have like re- not there's too many of them and the traffic's not good enough for any of them to keep around. But it's also it's like how do I find if anything's even on anymore? Yeah. And and so <clears throat> it just becomes this like even if I'm looking for something in particular with you know 17 different apps, it's yeah. Yeah. So now that we sound like old men yes, shaking yeah, our well. fists at the clouds, uh, let's let's console ourselves with the fact that at least uh, at least we can buy our movies, you know, <laughs> which is always the way that 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 we've done it is that you just you buy movies. And of course, the streaming market and the video on demand market has changed the way that we do a lot of things in terms of like I remember back when you would go to Best Buy the week of a release and things would be like real cheap because new DVDs used to be the thing you used to get people in the door. Yeah. And that's not, that's not, yeah, exactly. It's a lost leader. It's the, excuse me. It's not true anymore because, uh, people have digital, people have digital and that, uh, basically nobody can be bothered to go to get the DVD. And also, Digital comes out, depending on the studio you're talking about, between one and four weeks earlier than than physical release. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, for me, instant, for instance, uh, I've been using Vudu more or less nonstop since it launched 15 years yeah. ago. Yeah, same here. And uh, that one is it, it has been a a relatively consistent thing in a marketplace full of inconsistencies. Uh it joined on. It jumped on board the uh, the ultraviolet kind of family of sites, which is now dead. Ultraviolet itself is dead, and most of the sites. Um, and then it jumped on board the movies anywhere family, which is very much alive right now. But uh, we we saw a story this week that 
uh, Walmart, who purchased Voodoo in 2010, may be now looking to sell it. Yeah. So the idea that, like, well, fuck it. Like, if we can't stream what we want, at least we can just fucking buy it. Like, okay, maybe I can't find the movie that I want, where I want, when I want. Maybe I have to sign up for some stupid service that I don't want to get it. But, yeah. eh, who cares? I can at least pick it up for, you know, 15 bucks on digital. But not only is Voodoo the most accessible, and for a lot of Americans, it makes a lot of sense because it has ties to Walmart. And so, like, when, if you live in East Jesus Nowhere with shitty internet, when you buy a DVD, yeah. it, like, populates into your Voodoo account. You can scan your receipt. Yeah. Um, but also, I do think that, like, if if – one of the small handful of really profitable uh, streaming video kind of purchase platforms evaporates. Yeah. I think that I, I, I think that you're always going to have somebody like I think you're always going to have Amazon and iTunes or Apple uh, selling digital stuff. And maybe even movies every anywhere or some version of that will always exist. Yeah. But I, I also think that, like, it's really a problem because I think we've seen from streaming services and we've seen from, like, digital rentals and all these other – like, all it takes is one of the big names to fold, and it erodes investor confidence in the market. And one of the big problems about that is that post-DVD – you alluded to this earlier with the fact that Amazon doesn't actually make any money uh, – well, Netflix, the, Netflix certainly. Or, sorry, yeah, Netflix. Yeah, sorry. Amazon, Amazon, uh, their streaming Amazon's services fine. and everything like that. Well, they make a ton of money. They don't make any money from. They don't make anywhere near enough, at least, money from uh, um, the movies and TV shows and stuff like that. Which is, which is always concern. I mean, it's something you always have to worry about. It's like, well, yeah. Best Buy. You know, you walk into a Best Buy, they got rid of most of their DVD sections and yeah. most of their stores because it wasn't making any money. And so every business is just the same. As a retail store, digital stores, you know, online stores are, are just the same. They're going to get rid of or deprioritize these services. I mean, all it takes is Amazon being like, well, we're not going to devote as much streaming bandwidth to the to the yeah. to this side. And it just becomes either it becomes unwatchable or, you know, whatever. It just becomes a thing where they can do it. I mean, and again, like one thing I think everyone should always fucking remember. Remember MySpace? Yeah. <laughs> like massive companies that are part of our lives for even a couple years um can go away like yeah. amazon can go away tomorrow i mean one thing i was kind of actually surprised because i was looking uh there's a i forget what the chinese amazon equivalent is uh they yeah. were trying to make uh inroads into the united states and and probably due to trump and other things they yeah. either gave up on it or just didn't i mean they still exist and you can still like buy things or whatever but uh I was I was really watching that because I mean like the Amazon exists because Amazon exists. <laughs> like yeah. Amazon is a self-perpetuating thing because no one can compete with it because they got so big so quick and no one other than Walmart can could have competed with them and they're losing right. to them. They're just losing massively to them. And uh which I don't feel massively bad about <laughs> but uh, but i also go amazon doesn't fucking employ anybody anymore um, yeah so 
So like, but it also, but it also is, I'm not going to be able to, I will never in where I live have a Amazon store or an, an Amazon yeah. shipping center that I can get something later that day, the way that like, yeah. if I live city or san francisco or whatever where you can buy something and literally get it at your door the next day or or even they have you know they have amazon grocery stores and stuff like that now uh or stores or whatever the fuck they are bookstores and stuff like that never one will never come to syracuse and and so it does worry me that like one of the last you know things is starting to see the you know whether it be writing on the wall or just whether it's a curious thing or whether this article that you know both of us saw like is is complete another bullshit or just one of those yeah no i mean every company is always interested potentially in taking offers on anything um because yeah. they're fucking companies, companies. <laughs> yeah. like that's yeah. the way it works um so you know it could be hopefully i don't know if it's hopefully one of those i think both obviously both of us very much would like to not buy things from walmart um and i don't necessarily trust walmart um when it comes to like having a digital front because they've always kind of they've always weirdly half-assed their their website um in a way like it's one of those things where it's like it's very much whether it be blockbuster um half-assing their digital and half-assing their like you know uh on-demand type services and thus getting their ass handed to them um and not seeing the right it's like and you know amazon has done that massively or sorry walmart's done that massively with their website uh thing so yeah and um certainly one of the like we talked about this off mic but like in a perfect world i would love to not be purchasing stuff from walmart and to basically be like oh no like let them sell it to somebody and and let it stay vital but i do feel like it's been a long time since we saw one of these companies that stayed static and vital after the sale yeah like as soon as you sell something it starts to fall apart in today's market well especially with all the deals i mean we already saw that when uh ultraviolet uh went away um and immediately like we were sharing movies which was to me one of the yeah that was one of the reasons that voodoo was i actually i i was using amazon uh almost uh completely to buy anything and and so if you got it like the fact that you were on that you were on there i had some things and the fact that it transferred over you know, like right. my stuff i bought on amazon the stuff i bought on google play uh remember you can actually buy movies on google yeah uh, i know is that weird? Um, Which weirdly enough, their selection, I assume because yeah. they're Google, is actually really good. Like their stuff on Google, their, the biggest that, thing is their pricing is almost always better. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, especially for rentals and things like that. They do rental sales all the time. Like I've yeah. seen a lot of movies that I would never fucking have watched because it's a ninety-nine cent rental. And yeah. which is one of the biggest fucking things, which is it's on a kind of its own story. The fucking the one place that comes out you know and does rentals uh on demand rentals and can make them cheaper than fucking 4.99 (laughs) like which i still like which is i still i I, it blows me away because i remember how fucking goddamn angry people were at when we worked when we worked at blockbuster about 4.99 for a rental oh my god it's outrageous it wasn't even Uh, close to that then it was like 3.29 uh, it wasn't even. I, I just remember for brand new rentals, it being like four bucks or something. Um, I think it was four bucks after tax. I think it, we yeah. we got to the point towards the end where it was like three sixty or something. But yeah, no, we never got close to like that's the the thing that 
like I find really ironic is that like even in the last days of Blockbuster, or at least in the date the last days that I was there, like your price point would have been still lo- lower or equivalent to uh, Amazon. And I mean, I do think if it's equivalent, people will go with the one that means they don't have to leave the house. And I can sympathize with that for sure. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, on a macro level, it's like, yeah, but the fact that you have to leave the house means that people who live within 100 miles of you are getting work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and obviously there's there's argument. There's arguments to be both sides. You know, I, I don't I don't. Care about Blockbuster going away as much as as no, much as no. you, but, but um, but um, I, but I also, yeah, I mean, I, but you know, I mean, again, this kind of goes through all. Like now that we have, you know, Netflix, Disney Plus, uh, Hulu, Pro, um, yeah. Amazon Prime, CBS, DC, uh, Apple Plus, and then Showtime and all the other networks that are always kind of around that you can buy through other services and things like that. Yeah, is that the fact that and we and again we've talked we've already kind of covered this on a, on a previous podcast, um, but the fact is that there's no curation, there's no recommendation, there's no like blog side of things that like oh if you like this you might like this yeah. and that sort of thing that existed before um, when you walked into a vi- at least if you walked into a good video store and this is yeah. always one of the problems is, is that I think you know I've walked into a lot of blockbusters that sucked fucking balls. I've walked into a lot of indie video stores that suck fucking balls when it yeah. comes to like actually trying to get them. You're like, Hey, I like this movie. Do you like this movie? Um, and you know, whether they have walls or whatever, you know, sat, you know, one day we can get a video drone up here, baby. That would be fantastic. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I believe we've already, we're our, Russ and I are already were on record. If video drone ever come up here, we will manage that goddamn store. hundred <laughs> oh, <yeah>. percent. <laughs> I mean, and, and here's the thing. I, I do, I do feel like in the same way that vinyl has made a resurgence because of how terrible the music market became after everything fell apart in the 2000s, uh, I do think there's a chance that we'll start to see more physical media, like better deals on DVDs, maybe some video stores opening because of the fact that the streaming market is clearly a shit show at this point. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that at this point they've been like holding it together for a while and it hasn't seemed like a shit show, but I think in the next six months, there's a very good chance that like the house of cards comes tumbling down. And, you know, like you said, and like we kind of alluded to, uh, it's a loss leader for Amazon. It's a loss leader for, I mean, fucking Netflix is a loss itself. The, yeah, the yeah. only reason they continue to function is because they've gotten so big that there's an indefinite supply of people lining stock, up to loan money. Their stock money. keeps going up and up and up, and so they yeah. can, you know, people can invest and then make money, and it's easy. Yeah. What, what, I, what I don't understand, and I still think that this is a fu- you know, future, is like a place like Amazon and things like that, um, having – having a more uh, a content creation side that none of these things like the fact that Amazon owns IMDb and they do there's a lot of good they do a lot of good stuff I mean there are good people that work there um you know you know they do entertainment reporting and things like that but a to try fucking try to find any of their shit is impossible um you know they there's only one other site that's more impossible to actually find video content that they that uh, their entertainment reporters reproduce and i won't talk about which site that is um and <laughs> but, uh, but um but the fact is that it's like they have not only this vast amount of material vast amount of information good journalists working there um and 
I, I don't I can't like there's maybe like little like blurbs on the side and things like that. I mean, like, why when I click on, I don't know, Shawshank Redemption or something like that on that, isn't there like a whole like, oh, read more about this, learn, you may like this. And and by the way, you can buy and rent all of these products on this. I yeah. just as a, as uh, a company that has done nothing but like the thing, the reason that Amazon is so successful is there, there's well, there's two reasons is that they 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 figured out they they patented the one click purchase. Yeah. Which yeah. is literally like that's their fucking company. Like yeah. how easy it is to buy things is their fucking company is is at least the the, the retail side of their company, not the the servers is really where they make right, their yeah. money. But and you know and the and the other thing is is the um the ease of their oh other people bought this yeah um or people bought people who bought this also bought this and things just basic things like i mean like you know because i mean this is you know working in retail and like you know when i worked at uh, bnh photo video that was always the big thing it's like is devoting it and that was always the the few people that were you know successful um at bnh were the people that could you sell you can't not just sell the camera but also but sell the like the seven things along with it or whatever and that's what amazon has figured out how to do without any fucking human beings the yeah. fact that they have not figured out how to do that on their their uh or given a shit i mean i think this honestly becomes one of those things or given a flying fuck about actually doing that on their their video and their prime side which it's mind-blowing to me that they haven't considering they're actually spending money on it it's yeah. not just this like with walmart and voodoo that voodoo is a hundred percent just a you would not know i don't think i mean no. i don't even know if there's branding on voodoo that it's walmart um, i don't think so if there is it's not noticeable yeah and so like you wouldn't know that it's one thing or another and again i think that that was a massive missed opportunity except for the difference is also they that walmart doesn't own at least as far as i know anything like an uh an imdb or anything like that and like to me the fact that like you know itunes does you know it's like if the, the there's very little other than like Shazam has done it really well, which I mean, obviously that's not a blog platform, but like, Oh, right. you like this music. You might like this. And yeah. Um, you know, that's the, their entire premise of their app. The fact that there isn't anything like that in any of these, any of these streaming services, anything like that, especially with Netflix who has 45,000 goddamn original pieces of content. I have no idea at all. They, as far as I can tell, they even got rid of the, like I can't find out if like an easily if an actor who is in this one thing is in another thing, yeah. Um, and and which would be the very base level of like I really like this actress or actor. Yeah. I want to see what other things that Netflix has, and the fact that I have to go yeah. from I have to leave Roku basically turn to my laptop, which most people don't have their lap. You know they have the weird situation yeah, yeah, yeah. like we have, and and it just ends up being a like. Yeah, no, that's why, you know, that got 2,500 views um, on whatever. Never mind the fact that, you know, at the end of the day, the thing that nobody wants to fucking talk about this entire fucking system is we have no idea what the traffic is on any of these sites. No, we'll yeah, because everything is completely in the dark, yeah. and that's by design. Um, we've started getting Nielsen ratings for, I can't remember what, Nielsen has started giving some semblance of ratings to... One of these platforms, maybe it's Netflix, but I don't think so. Um, but the downside to that is, like, Nielsen is better than nothing, but it's still fucking Nielsen, which is notoriously broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it has its own, which, and again, like, it, it's, it's, you know, and 
and obvious, you know, and one can uh, say obviously even more so um, with you know something like Netflix is that they can go that they can look at and go oh well we know we have a very we have at least a decent idea of who is watching this because you know we have their credit card information yeah <laughs> and not a, and you know and one thing yes you find out yes you know the fact that my my uh, uh over my boomer aunt watches netflix more than i do yeah. um and i pay yeah, for netflix, the netflix become the facebook of uh of streaming video yeah but what, what i'm saying is so that, that that people can you can find out a lot more uh they have my credit card information and it's very easy to go from the credit card information to know where i live and then who also lives there and thus those are people who share the account and so like they they know they know everybody who lives 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 in this house and they know yeah. that they probably use the netflix and i mean assuming they're doing data you know their data and advertising well which i i assume they are i right. <laughs> can't imagine they aren't um but the fact that the fact that uh um there's there's just nothing there's no depth to any of this and the fact that they're just like throwing products at the wall and this is yeah. not just netflix this is all of these because i mean like they none of these places seem to know have like a really good idea of what the fuck is going on but there's just so yeah. much goddamn money in it um that they can do it right at this moment and I mean, again, let's 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 all fucking remember how quickly 1999 and Pets.com and all these places. Oh, like, yeah. But boom, you know, and I don't think it'll that'll happen because there's a lot. The difference is that there's a shit ton of money that people are spending on the on these things. I mean, like Netflix right. has, what, 100 million subscribers and they're all paying at least eight bucks a month. So, yeah, you know, that's a pretty decent sized company <laughs> like right there. Yeah. Um, so like. I, I yeah. will say, too, uh, just to, to kind of put a bow on this, because we should go to yeah. bed at some point. Yeah. Um, but uh, one of the concerns that I have, uh, I, I was actually, because I'm press, I was sitting in on the press day for HBO Max the other day. And this is the data that I alluded to. Uh, they showed a graph of the demographics of the content that they have and, like, who it appeals to, like, basically, like, Okay, so this is what we have, and this is who it's marketed towards. And it's something like 85% of all of the content on HBO Max is male-dominated. Yeah. Uh, And they are, like, as they develop new content, they are focusing on younger people and women, and especially young women, which are the two kind of groups, and especially that one overlap, that are wildly underrated – yeah, but I, I and, think that I mean, hence, as, hence Riverdale came out of the fucking blue, and I don't think anybody thought that that would oh yeah kind of thing you know so. But I think that the the thing about this that that is that shouldn't be ignored is the fact that I talked earlier about how I'm pretty happy with people getting their own IP back and not having to go through a middleman like Netflix. The problem is most. Maybe not most, but certainly many of the studios that create content mm-hmm. have not been especially good at creating content that's compelling to like people who aren't straight white dudes. Yeah. Historically. Yeah. And so I do worry that as everything gets segmented, we're going to lose diversity of viewpoints and diversity of ideas and that we're going to get a lot more uh essentially homogeneity 
than we've had in the last 10 years. Like in the last 10 years, we've made a lot of progress towards uh, making entertainment less exclusive. Yeah. And I, I worry that like, you know, you go to Warner Brothers and it's like, well, we're starting our own streaming service. So what do we want to make? Well, we want to make a couple of DC comic shows and some Harry Potter shit and blah, blah, blah. Like you, you, you all take like your five, six greatest hits and decide yeah, yeah. that's what you're going to exploit. Yeah. And if you're not Disney, your five, six greatest hits are almost certainly like really, really white stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like that's a that's a thing that I think we should be on the lookout for as the streaming revolution kind of continues yeah. to fuck shit up. Yeah. Um, and I will say too, one last kind of idea before I let you wrap up. I, I continue to be annoyed, uh, you know, right here uh, because I got it for four bucks at Dollar General the other day. I have a copy of uh, Sucker Punch <laughs> for our Snyder Cup project that we never finished. Yeah. And uh, this has a fuck ton of bonus features just a bunch and for the most part that doesn't exist anymore unless you're criterion or unless the movie is like fucking black panther people don't make like you know kevin smith was talking about he's going to do a commentary track for jane silent bob reboot but it's going to be on his podcast yeah because the home video market doesn't support spending fucking any money on the dvd yeah and that's a thing that has happened as a result of the last iteration of streaming, and it has made the viewing experience for a lot of people who enjoyed what DVD kind of brought to the table worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I worry that all of what we're looking at right now is a lot of people at corporate saying, like, but we can make five extra bucks if we just make the experience that much shittier, but people yeah. feel locked in so they can't leave. I mean, there's also, you know, the, the prime, you know, it's always, you know, the demos that, that, you know, that especially for streaming that they care about, you know, I mean, my sister has no idea. She, she's, yeah. you know, turned 19. She has no idea what DVD extras probably are. I assume. No. I don't know. Uh, maybe she does. Um, but like, you know, I mean, she and, you know, and they she wouldn't have, you know. Right. Um, but, you know, and and, and so it. It, it, it obviously it sucks for for us and it sucks for a lot of other people i mean it, i mean it also you know sucks for academia and things like that i mean like you know having and i think it sucks for the market talking about it i mean oh most thing. certainly you know well i mean one of the one of the biggest problems the, the the problem that i find out of that is the fact that the fucking goddamn prices aren't changing and no, the fact that like all. you used to get you know a 25 dollar dvd and you'd have you know again this is like 15 years ago so 25 dollar dvd is 30 bucks now whatever yeah. um something like that i don't know um and you get two discs and one disc is loaded with extras and loaded with all this stuff yeah. now you're getting a fucking dvd and it's 25 dollars <laughs> yeah. and and there's nothing and it's like oh yeah maybe there's maybe there's a commentary if it's like uh you know one of the blockbusters and things like that and the commentary always fucking sucks because you know on blockbusters half the time yeah. the director doesn't give a shit or whatever you know um and or they're they're just like placed in like uh, uh hell about a carter <laughs> And, uh, oh God! Yeah, the Fight Club, the Fight Club DVD. commentary. Yeah, yes, that was a that was a that was a uh, a far pull there. Um, but uh, but that's okay. That's uh, that wasn't that super was okay. uncommon. I remember the, yeah, the UHF yeah. commentary. It was like Weird Al was there, and then everybody else would just be like random phone calls. <laughs> and it's like, no, this is a bad commentary. Um, <laughs> but but it, it, but it's it's you know the fact that like you know I think you know and obviously this is fucking capitalism that's that's the thing is tr- tricking people on how to pay the same or pay more and get less but yeah. one of the things that you know since 
the abject hatred that so many people have for physical media and thus you know whether it be blockbuster or whether it be hollywood video or whatever they have this like kind of imagined thing is that like oh we're we're saving money but like the fact is like you know it's my point about you know how goddamn expensive rentals are now and i used to i mean both of us obviously even when we didn't work at video stores renting shit all the fucking time oh yeah there'd always be at least you know um five you know five movies a week that we'd rent or something like that and see so many more movies because you know yes as much as we like to buy movies i don't like to buy movies i I don't necessarily not know that i'm going to like you know i mean obviously there's givens there's certain actors like you know during the 90s and early 2000s if there was a i don't know tim Tim robbins film like i'm probably buying that just because it's tim robbins and i like tim Robbins, yeah uh or whatever you know different act you know people and there's still you know there's still a handful of movies that are just like that like sight unseen i will either you know buy it or pay the guy i mean actually at this point it's like the other thing is i since the turnaround now uh from rental to purchase or rental for to whatever yeah or from theatrical to to purchase is even shorter uh even on a rental i can't remember the last time i rented something that wasn't one of like voodoo has a feature that's uh you know still in the theaters those are yeah. the ones that i do and those even more piss me off because like if we didn't live in such a shit area when it comes to theatrical releases I would just pay the extra three dollars to see it in theater because they're yeah. almost always six out six ninety nine or seven ninety nine or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And so like the market is just goddamn fucked. And and that's mainly because um I think that everyone doesn't notice that they're getting fucked. No. <laughs> and the fact is that the competition is people who are on Amazon are on Amazon, people who are on Voodoo are on Voodoo for the most part. And yeah. so you never see you don't see anything when you go places, like at least even you know, during, you know, um uh, physical media days you'd have you'd go to blockbuster and if you if they didn't have it you'd try i don't know west coast video and if they didn't have it you'd try yeah. something else and so you'd actually be able to see you're know, like holy shit blockbuster's charging a dollar extra than whatever this is yeah, and yeah. some level of competition i never outside of google which is like a fucking wasteland i assume i don't hear anyone ever buying anything yeah. on google and i only go there when i'm like you must be desperate to go. Um, yeah, I feel like, like when it's, oh, this doesn't exist on Voodoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. see where it might be. Yeah, yeah. Um, or I'm just like really desperate on rental. Like I want to see something, and like often Google will have more rental deals than almost anybody else. Um, and and that that's the biggest thing. It was just like there used to be. I think I I'm for theatrical stuff. The aftermarket. I'm very curious on whether it is. Obviously for Spider-Man and for the big, right. you know, the big releases, but all the other things, I'm, I, I'd be very curious to see what the numbers are compared to 15 years ago for, you know, like would, would mall, mall rats have made any sort of movement? I don't think so. Yeah, no, I don't because, think so. I don't, because a, nobody gives a, nobody would give a shit about it on streaming financially on a, from a yeah. financial end. And so the there is so you know as, as again we you know we, we all see it's like there is two kind of films there's films that are out in theaters and then there's direct to market direct to digital mm-hmm. and I don't know how any of those goddamn films do make any money no me either whatever so I don't understand what that entire like Saban produces like thirty fucking films a year and, at least and I don't know how like they all seem to be at least you know a couple million dollars and i can't yeah. imagine they're making a couple million dollars so like yeah, i just so because weird. like 
they they're you know they'll they'll come out and you know at three ninety four ninety nine or something like that rental and you're like I'm like I I'll never fucking rent a film like you know I mean a lot of the movies that we watch I mean like I enjoy I enjoy watching because yeah. we have review copies of but if I paid five dollars for it um I don't know how much I I think my you know. I'd walk into the walk into it a little bit more pissed off, yeah. <laughs> which, you know, maybe that maybe that's a bad review admit uh, thing for a reviewer to admit. But but it is one of those like if I'm paying so much more, I and I and I think that that you know I think that we give give uh, a lot of Netflix's products and things like that like a lot more of a pass. Yeah, because, oh, yeah. because quote unquote we're not paying for it. But uh, yeah, um, should we cue the um uh the uh worst year ever uh <laughs> yeah, yeah uh yeah there's not really we didn't go into this with a a a kind of closing argument so yeah. I'll, I'll kind of let that be the closing argument yeah it's it's a bad situation right now i'm hoping that like it, it feels to me like we're ready for a near complete collapse of the video market yeah. uh, as it currently exists and i'm hoping that if that does happen that it spurs like a new normal that makes more sense because I think one of the big things about this is that none of it has made any sense from the get go. Yeah. And so, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that if, if things start to fall apart in the way that it seems like they're falling apart right yeah. now, yeah, yeah. uh, that you do a better, that they do a better job of, of kind of figuring out like, okay, what's the sustainable model and not just hurrying into what's the next model. Uh, so they can get past the failure. Yeah, and and one of one of the big things that's kind of terrifying is that you know since none of these things are being um, sold on physical media or they're kept in a thing, like people are always there's there's talk that the uh, Disney's putting a, a bunch of uh, Fox products in the vault, quoting yeah. them. Yeah. And whether or not I don't know the truth to that or whatever. My my impression is it's only for. Th- like the theatrical re-release, like they, you won't see them anymore at like uh, Fathom events screenings where they do anniversary yeah. things. Uh, so yeah. it sucks, but it's yeah. at least it, like they're not pulling it off of the yeah, um, yeah. Uh, what do you call it? They're yeah. not pulling it off of like DVD or anything. They're but, just not. But it, it, one one thing that's it's it's wild to think about is the fact that you know Netflix has produced a thousand movies. Yeah. Let's just say, I mean, we always exaggerate the number, but I mean, like a, a thousand products they produced at minimum, I would say a thousand products. Yeah. Um, maybe that maybe that's high. I don't know. It seems like it. But um, if Netflix goes away tomorrow, most of those products are likely gone. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, Netflix going away means more than likely it's bought by somebody else. And then those right. products get get shelved or whatever. But like. You know, there, there's, you know, there, my, my aunt watches TMS, uh, TCM, uh, yeah. continually. And one thing I'm always amazed by is that like, there's, there's these thousands of fucking films that oh yeah only, I don't know how she remembers it. She, I mean, she's the reason I'm a movie geek, so it's a movie, yeah. geek, but, but like, you know, there's these thousands of films that like, you know, were shown in theaters and then, you know, maybe like late night stuff and the, like yeah. that. They don't, they, the, their shelf life is very weird. It's yeah. not limited, but it's also very weird because, yes, there's a famous actor in it, but like, who cares? William yeah. Holden did 7,500 films. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so like, I mean, a it William is, Holden it's one of those. That big, like, even John Wayne, you know. So. Yeah. 
there's a lot of like nostalgia attached to this this like the VHS movement that exists right now. And there's a lot of like dudes who just have nothing better to do who are just like, oh man, this is really cool. Uh, and, and by the way, I just bought a VHS copy of Yoga Hosers, uh, so I'm not passing judgment. I'm just saying that's a thing. However, Solid. that's what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, however, what I will say is that uh, there's also a really legitimate side to that kind of thing, in the sense that something like 40% of all the movies that came out on VHS have never gone to DVD. And then something like another 30% of all the stuff that went to DVD has never gone to digital or Blu-ray. And so for people who are like hardcore movie people, there's thousands literally of movies that like every time there's a new like lurch forward in the evolution of how we watch things, yeah. there's a lot of content that gets left behind. And, and I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, and that's that's inevitable here. Like, I think that as we're looking at, like, the segmentation of the market, a lot of the stuff that, like, for instance, like, let's say for the sake of argument, HBO Max is trying to live up to the HBO brand name, so they're curating and they're being more selective. That means that a lot of the, like, random Warner Brothers shit that, Am or that Netflix used to buy as part of a bulk deal to get, like, the Batman movies, yeah, uh, it's not going to be on HBO Max, which means it's not going to be anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 one of the one of the things that like I mean and again I'm like I'm just nitpicking on Netflix because yeah, it's yeah. the, you know, 15,000 <laughs> pound gorilla in the room. Um but is the fact that um most of these films are shot on digital. Um yeah. so there's a file somewhere. Yeah. It's not it's not like I mean every every couple years we come across Oh my God! They just found a, uh, uh, you know, there was a reel in somebody's yeah. somebody's attic of this film from, you know, Ellie, cause I don't know, fucking Ellie Kazan's like, like thing that we didn't know still existed, or the outtakes or whatever, and yeah. the fact that like, you know, and, and again, it's like, yeah, none of these films are, none of them are, are are Citizen Kane, and none of them are are incredibly important to cinematic history, but right. again, neither are the thousand film you go through watch a week's worth of tcm and you're watching probably maybe a day's worth of important cinema that doesn't mean important i mean like is in you know academically yeah. whatever but like you know that doesn't mean that you know again it, you know it doesn't mean that you know clerks the animated series shouldn't you know still yeah. <laughs> that people won't want to watch it later on or talk about it or do whatever um and and so like Netflix goes away, Netflix, whatever, something happened or Netflix just decides that, you know, server costs are too high. So they start moving these to somewhere else. And it's not even like at least with Disney, you always had there was a big there's probably a, I assume there's press releases when things yeah. go, went to the vaults and things like that. So, I mean, like people know where things are. Yeah, exactly. And, and so when companies, you know, move hands or whatever, I mean, especially considering Netflix, you know, is not a profitable company. It's not like Disney yeah. ever like i don't know if disney was ever not a profitable company at least on some level yeah uh, maybe in the maybe in the 90s early 90s or something um yeah. uh, but they still had amusement parks they had other things but but like the fact that like there's just there's there's hundreds of films and hundreds of even more so tv shows because i mean i think about like a show like homicide life on the streets yeah had no it had no um uh it wasn't shown on any networks for years 
Um, and it was a, it was literally, it's never, see, probably never going to get a digital release and somebody, unless yeah. somebody's going to drop a shit ton of money on it, which they yeah. aren't. Um, and so it had this one time DVD run. That's it. And so anyway, yeah. that's, uh, <laughs> I feel like I've hammered that point home that yeah. it, it's just something that I think that like, I have never heard. I don't hear anyone fucking talking about it because no. we're all talking about, we have no time to talk about what we're, we might be losing because we're getting so much more, which yeah. is great, which is great. I love it. But, you know, no, that's hard. a really good kind of succinct way of putting it. Uh, and and the, the the closing statement I'll make, which is the, the tentative title that you and I had come up with when we decided we were going to talk about this tonight was uh, corporations don't give a shit how you want to see your movies. Yeah. Uh, you know, as long as it's profitable, they'll do anything. And the minute it's not profitable, they'll do nothing. And so, uh, without sounding like some crazy conspiracy theorist who's like, no, but you need to like have a bunker somewhere. Like you should pro if there's something you really care about, it's not just like something you're burning time with. It's something that's important to you. You should probably have the DVD Yeah. or at least you should like rent the dvd so that you can burn yourself a copy to your own computer so that like yeah. when inevitably somebody decides it isn't worth the trouble and the expense of hosting it somewhere you can still watch the thing yeah yeah uh, yeah and that's that's again it's one of those things that like i mean again netflix picking on netflix but it's just like it's it's worrisome that it's like i mean even because of the mass amount of content that's on the site like I remember I saw something, I started watching something and then it's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And that's the same. Like I, uh, it's not exclusive to Netflix. Netflix is yeah. the big example, but like, <clears throat> uh, first of all, you do have the thing of like, I remember distinctly that I had sold, um, like for something like six or seven years, Netflix had always had scrubs. And so yeah. like, I had the box set that like I got for my birthday one year or something and I was broke. So I sold it. And then like two months later, it wasn't on Netflix anymore. Yeah. And it's just like, well, in order to get the thing back that I probably, God knows if you sell it secondhand, I probably got 80 bucks for it. Yeah. It's like in order to get the thing back now, I, I, I have to pay, you know, 250 or whatever the whole, uh, yeah. you know, and, and that's just like, that's a thing that's going to happen to you if you're, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, not paying attention to the way that, that, that these companies handle yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. And and did buying things just on digital. I mean, we've seen with Apple, like things have changed. You know, you lose you lose access to things that, you know, you you thought you purchased. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. It's it's sad. I don't know. Yeah. It, 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 it's like it's hard to. And again, because you're getting so much good stuff, so much yeah. more stuff thrown at you and it's so it's hard to like it's hard we live in this i don't even know what golden age of everything i mean like yeah. movies are so much better <laughs> like it's not you like even like something like zombie land 2 like fuck like you know that that was so much better than what it would have been like 15 years 20 years ago you know yeah. like that level of movie and things like that so it's like and the fact that like you know a level movies are sh starring in you know, super genre, a, a zombie comedy, you know, yeah, yeah. like, um, and so like, it's hard, it's hard to complain, but the problem is, is that like, 
I don't know. I mean, like, I guess if you just keep moving forward, you're you're fine. But um, I don't know for nostalgic old farts like us. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's 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 a thing, you know. Yeah. But I assume also anyone who's actually listening, especially this far into the podcast, yeah, are just yeah. that too. Otherwise, what the fuck are you listening to? Emerald yeah, City Video yeah. Podcast, <laughs> which is named after a store that closed 20 years ago, 15, 10 years ago. 10 years ago. 10. 10 years ago. Oh, but yeah, so uh, on anyway. on that note, we're gonna go to bed. So <laughs> close again. <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. We're gonna close again. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, remember to check back by noon on the fifth day for more from Emerald City Video, and always remember to. Hey everybody, it's Russ. I know that you were planning to be done listening to this episode by now, but. Uh... Well, you might have noticed that it's been a while since we had a new episode of the Emerald City Video Podcast. That's uh, mostly because I've had a bunch of stuff sitting on my computer unedited as I've been busy as hell. We ended up recording two episodes that are thematically very closely linked, and so I decided instead of releasing two episodes that are basically the same within about a week of each other, I would marry the two and have just a double-length episode. So, next up, you're going to hear me and Zach talking about Disney+. Plus. I'm doing the bare minimum of editing so that I can make sure to get this out quicker. So, without further ado, here we go. Hello and welcome to the Emerald City Video Podcast. Uh, we're a very, very special episode coming to you from the neighborhood from Weeds. And uh, <laughs> we're going to be talking about... Not my mom's house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we're going to be talking about, not about a uh, specific movie or anything, but uh, again, we're doing kind of a theme episode. I, I think our last theme episode is out. I can't remember. I'm so far behind, guys. You're going to have like five episodes in five days. Uh, but, uh, we Make sure you talk... return all of them anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, each of them is a buck, and it, it adds up to the five for five dollar thing, and then, yeah. But we want to talk a little bit about, about uh, Disney+, Plus and specifically how Disney+, Plus pertains to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And obviously, we talked a little bit about Disney+, Plus last time we did one of these theme episodes where we talked about the idea that... Uh, Everybody has a streaming service, and it takes like 15 of them to, to equal cable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Except it's three times, probably end up being three times the cost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and we've talked a lot about Marvel, obviously, over the last <coughs> three years or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, I think that the second episode of this podcast was Deadpool. Uh, probably, yeah. That sounds about right. Uh, and, and Zach, I don't think you were on that one, uh, but I do think, and you were definitely on Deadpool too. Yeah, electric boogaloo. Indeed. Anyway. <laughs> uh, which I was trying to explain to somebody the other day that, like, at the video store, we would always add electric boogaloo to any <laughs> number two movie. Yeah. They, like, what? Uh, so Kevin Feige, who's the head of Marvel Studios, made maybe his first big public faux pas. Like, I feel like Kevin Feige is one of these people who everybody adores. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, uh, he said during an interview the other day that uh, – <clears throat> or maybe it was a stockholder thing. Either way, he said publicly that if you really want to understand everything going on in the Marvel Universe, you are going to need to watch the Disney Plus Marvel Universe shows. Yeah. I think we've talked about these before, but uh, there's a handful of shows coming to Disney Plus that are going to be... There's a Loki show, which picks up from the moment in 2012 where alternate universe Loki stole the Time Stone in, uh, in Endgame. There's a Vision and Scarlet Witch show called WandaVision, and this is the one that everybody's kind of zeroing in on because WandaVision is apparently going to really inform the second Doctor Strange movie, which uh, Wanda is going to be like the, the co-lead. Yeah. 
And then there's uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier show, where I, I assume we're going to finally get to see Howard Mackey, or Anthony Mackey, excuse me. Um, Howard Mackey used to write Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> Anthony Mackey uh, suit up as Captain America. Yeah. But in any event, <clears throat> these shows, yeah, there's What If, too, which, but What If is not going to tie into the cinematic universe because it's What If. Like the, it's, the, the whole concept of it is basically, hey, guys, what if weird shit happened and it was different from what you know happened? Yeah. Um, and yeah, Zach's like scrolling through. There's there's a Ms. Marvel show. There's a She-Hulk <coughs> show. There's a Moon Knight show. Yeah. Uh, something else that I missed. Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, so all of these are gonna, in one form or another, inform elements of the movies that are coming up. Yeah. And people have gotten fairly upset about the fact that Kevin Feige came right out and said that. Yeah. Um. I don't know about you, Zach. The reaction has baffled me a little bit. I mean, first <clears throat> off, the one of the problems was, like, okay, so his his direct quote is, if you want to understand everything in future Marvel movies, he says, you'll have to, uh, you'll, uh, you'll probably need a Disney Plus subscription because events from the TV shows will factor into the forthcoming films, such as Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. The Scarlet Witch will be a, uh, a key character in that movie, and uh, Feige points out that Loki series will tie in too. Uh, and the direct quote and quote after that is, uh, uh, "I'm not sure if we've actually acknowledged that before." Yeah, um, yeah because of obviously... okay, that's not that's actually just a Forbes. Half quote, I guess, <laughs> like because it's like it, anyway, the phrasing <laughs> that they say it is is kind of weird. But well, it is, the reason yeah. for that is because yeah. again, it's alternate universe Loki. Yeah, and so oh no no, I meant the like the actual phrasing of that quote wasn't. Oh, yeah. I guess the specific one, even though it's in quotes, it's very weird. Um, <laughs> I think they're quoting <clears throat> the article, so they're quoting oh, anyway, oh, oh, the okay. original like whoever did the interview. Yeah, I forget who piece. did it with them. Um, uh, but, yeah. For me, like. <clears throat> I don't think, I mean, if you've seen Marvel movies, mm-hmm. which at, at this point I think two thirds of America has seen a couple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Endgame was the highest grossing film in movie history, which of course is a nonsense distinction because inflation fucks yeah. all that up, and I think it's still technically gone with the wind. Yeah. But uh, whatever, it beat Avatar, which is all that matters. <laughs> yeah, um, true, true, true. <clears throat> I mean, also, it technically beat Gone with the Wind, so that's what matters, too. Yeah, a racist, schlock fucking film the that whole doesn't fucking, deserve the... Yeah. Anyway, but... And also the fact that Gone with the Wind went on... They basically yeah, toured it for several it's years. it's a different thing. And like, there was also they used to have one film. Yeah. <laughs> Which is something I always... You know, man, man, could you imagine how pissed off Scorsese would have been back right, then? Be like, one movie this Gone with the Wind film, it's blocking all the theaters. I can't yeah. put out my my repurposed version of of, uh, of Taxi Driver meets... No, no. At this, <laughs> at this point, it's a repur- repurposed version of Gangs of New York. Right? True, true. Because... Because the Irishman looks like it's... <laughs> uh, but so... I, I, I just feel like... I feel like if you've seen any of these movies in the recent... Why would you be surprised that, yeah. like, in order to get everything, you yeah. would... And I do think, too, like, you're going to see certain things that stand more as an island than others. Yeah. Like, certainly, I think, you watch Black Panther or Doctor Strange, and they are much more standalone yeah. than Iron Man or Captain America movies. Yeah. And I think you'll similarly see, okay, yeah, the Hawkeye show probably only matters in the sense that, like, when it's done, there's a new Hawkeye. Yeah. But, like, when Hawkeye came in, he was already established anyway. Yeah. Like, 
do do we feel like we were screwed because we didn't get to see what happened in um shit what was the uh the thing that he and black widow shared in the avengers movie it's not belfast there was berlin like, no there was no, like was a, berlin there's like a city <clears throat> was it warsaw it wasn't uh, no. yeah anyway but anyway, it was yeah, you know yeah, yeah, do, yeah. but are, yeah. are, are are we trying to make a legitimate argument that like yeah. things are, like that that movie was harmed by the fact that like we don't know how Hawkeye became Hawkeye because yeah. we didn't get to see the story where he and Black Widow became simpatico. Well, I mean, like, <coughs> I mean, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is the biggest one. I mean, I think you know, there's a decent enough of uh, like the fact that they jump straight in mm-hmm. to all of those characters for the most part. Obviously, Quinn gets a little bit of a kind of intro. Mm-hmm. You don't understand until the next film, right. and even then, you're still not 100 in. Like, understand uh, like how he was formed as a person yeah. and things like that. Like. You just know that his his mom died. But all the other right. characters, what the fu- what the fuck is Rocket the Raccoon? Yeah, like yeah. we didn't have a fucking film, we didn't have a TV show like about like how he became a thing yeah. at all. Like, is he a raccoon? Is he like a whatever? Like, it's still never even developed. Yeah. And and you know, and one of the things that Marvel does well, I think, um, is allowing you and like obviously a lot of comic mm-hmm. book fans get more pissed off than. You know about these things, or at least used to more get yeah. pissed off, like the fact that oh they didn't include the backstory or whatever. Like, but for fuck's sake, like Lord of the Rings fans were like still are fucking screaming about yeah. something didn't get included in a in their nine hours of yeah. like, fourteen hours now of cinema that they have. You know when yeah. it comes to that thing, and they're gonna get their own goddamn show on. Is well, I mean, is it really fair to call it cinema? <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I can't call it cinema because uh, it has it has a <clears throat> previous product, which is you know which by the way is a big point. We're like yeah. I. I I, like obviously you know a heck of a lot more about uh, comic books than uh, than I know and about the, especially these characters because I mean I remember going into Guardians of the Galaxy and being excited for it because it was a fucking incredible trailer yeah, yeah. and Gunn did an amazing you know job with the music and everything like that you could just tell that it was gonna be it was gonna be hard to be something bad mm. especially that far in that we had a handful of Marvel films yeah. where you're like well none of them have been bad like Thor wasn't good like yeah but it wasn't it was, bad yeah like i would st- like i still i mean i watched i would rather watch thor than thor dark world again but yeah um i'd also rather watch thor than or dark world than the ant film ant man films but anyway yeah. that's the side and, and like as much as i love paul rudd and again um, like <laughs> it's it's also one of those things where the the bar is pretty high for marvel mm-hmm. like uh six to one and pick them whether i would rather watch ant-man versus like skyscraper or something like that. i mean that's a bad example because i actually like skyscraper yeah 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 but like yeah, but you don't know going in necessarily like how, big, how much of a shit show it's yeah, gonna be yeah well big dumb action movies it's yeah. like they're they're not great yeah like they're fun they're dumb yeah. they're and and so it's like but marvel has a really good batting average churning out at least really good really watchable yeah big budget action movies um and, and, and action movies that, like, again, like most big budget action films, are meant to purposely get as many people in seats yeah. as possible with a wide range of people with not having to know anything. Mm-hmm. And so unless they really just be like, you know what, fuck no, we're this committed to a digital app, yeah. which, by the way, this is our third incarnation of this app, yeah, kind yeah. of in a certain way. Like, we've had Disney before as an app. There's Hulu that we kind of own now, or we yeah. own now. And then there's there was at least one, I think, other before. And oh, we've also, by the way, had Freeform and we've had all yeah. these other TV channels that are basically kind of Disney apps beforehand yeah. is the only place you could get that product. But I, yeah. I also think it's interesting. Like, technically, 
everything that's come so far from Marvel TV, be it Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. or Agent Carter or, like, that's all part of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And so, like, a good example is uh, Jarvis, the butler from Agents of, or from uh, Agent Carter, mm-hmm. shows up in Endgame briefly. And yeah. for the people who saw that show, all seven of them, mm-hmm. uh, that was a really exciting. Yeah. For everybody else, does it fucking matter that yeah. you don't know who the driver is? Yeah. Like, he literally was the dude who picked up Tony Stark's dad and was like, hey, bro, we got to move over late. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And so, like, I, I feel like, yeah, to understand everything, I'm using air quotes. Yeah. Like, you got to see Agent Carter. Well, I mean, but... to, to realistically, to understand everything, especially since, you know, as we were talking about yeah. before, is that now that actors have started oh, actually yeah. becoming fans, I mean, this is something we both can say from being on red carpets and stuff yeah. like that. It used to be, it used to be just in the, sh- you know, in the short, and I'm putting in yeah. quotes in the history of comics that we've, that we've been, you know, talking to famous actors yeah, exactly. about movies. Like... I've they, been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. I've been talking to famous people about it for maybe eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm just thought, even talking about in the right, history right, of comic right. books and movies, like, it's been a long while. But, like, you know, I mean, I don't believe that – I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't believe that uh, Christopher Reeve really delved into comic book. I, don't yeah, prove me wrong because I mean, the again, example I don't, works. I don't, um, <laughs> like, shh, don't say anything. <laughs> but, but, like, you know, but now, like, I mean, I remember, though, like, the Walking Dead kids, mm-hmm. like, and I say kids because when we first met them, they were children. So many of them yeah. were children. Well, I'm just talking about Carl. Oh, like Carl. Like, that. Yeah. like <laughs> Carl was, like, nothing. But um, it's been, like, because I only, I only see... The Walking Dead, it was always fun. You meet the people who were, like, you're too young to be reading this comic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and Carl was a massive fan. Like, he knew, sh- yeah, oh, he yeah. knew shit before, like, <laughs> whether it be you or Brad, I forget who else. I feel like I've done a red carpet, like, filmed yeah, a red yeah. carpet with somebody else. But, like, he knows the question you're going to ask before because he's like, oh, I can't. I know. Yeah, yeah. And so, and that's, I mean, you have, I mean, you came up with the, you tell the example of, uh, um, on Superman. Yeah, like Henry Cavill, uh, Henry Cavill, like, specifically wanted, like, the hairy chest and arms. (laughs) He didn't, like, because obviously, like, most of the time when an action star is shirtless, like, they're shaved because yeah, that post you get to like see... 2007 right exactly <laughs> but like because you get to see the sculpting of their body and all the work they yeah, yeah, did yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, you're not hiding it anymore yeah exactly it's not like bruce willis in in the first die hard yeah. where you're like could, could he possibly actually like pull himself up i'm not quite sure yeah yeah <laughs> but like so cavill wanted the hairy chest because like he was a big fan of the like the death of superman yeah. story and superman was pretty hairy in that and you knew it because doomsday shredded his costume yeah yeah and so it was one of those dopey things where, like, that became a conversation, like, because, like, everyday people who didn't understand, like, who don't know the comics, yeah. were like, why did you have so much body hair? Like, this was a conversation. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. There were people who were like, hey, so what's with the hairy chest? And he's like, well, no, it's in the comics. It's the thing yeah. I wanted because, like, that's my favorite comic book story yeah. and it's important to me. It's very distinct in the, yeah. in the cover of Death of Superman. Like, his... His like suit is ripped open and you see the well the cover has the oh not the cover page. yeah uh, not the, the cover big I'm sorry. three page yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, for anybody who doesn't well there's been like comments. four I'm thinking of like the fourteen different oh, covers oh, yeah, they're probably the like the the, the trade paperback the cover trade by John Bogdanov yeah. there you go yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about first of all you probably still won't when I'm done talking but uh, <laughs> you have def- to you have to actually um you actually have to buy our app and uh, listen yeah, to the yeah exactly we should make one. Disney uh, minus. It, it includes <laughs> no Disney content whatsoever. <laughs> I wonder if you can get the, get away with that. As I don't think so. It's Disney. Come on. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, yeah the, the Death of Superman story was a... Uh, every page of the last issue was a splash page, which means it's all one big image instead of panels. And uh, the last, the very end after he had died is like... It folds out, and you see his last words on a two-page spread. Like, yeah. and then the the final page where he like slumps back and actually is is gone yeah. is like a three-page spread. So it's like this gigantic thing that folds out like a Playboy centerfold. Um, <laughs> a very which, dark Playboy. Yeah, center. I was just thinking like, <laughs> <I'm> like oh. <laughs> don't don't want to think about people pleasure. You don't want to. What was it? Uh, uh, was it? It was Marvel that used to do the. Um, the swimsuit specials. Swimsuit specials, yeah. I think, I think DC did those once or twice, but yeah, Marvel had like a whole yeah. batch of them. Um, that really fucked up my childhood. <laughs> I think, you know, the funny thing is, uh, I've never... He had a She-Hulk one, I just remember, and it was like... The funny thing is, I've never really, like, illustrations just don't hit my brain that way. Yeah, yeah. The thing I remember the most from the swimsuit specials, because they tried to make it like a Sports Illustrated swimsuit yeah, yeah, special, yeah, where it's like, yeah, there's like softcore porn, but there's also like stuff in it. Yeah. There was a fake ad for a theme park that was run by Arcade, who's an X-Men villain, and they had a uh, a parody of the Be Our Guest song from yeah. uh, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this was long before <coughs> Disney owned Marvel, so it's kind of funny. Yeah. But it's, it was Be Our Guest, Be Our Guest, put on our bulletproof vest, <laughs> but it won't matter, we'll spray armor piercers through your chest. <laughs> Jesus. And I, that was like I remembered that. I remember it was like it was at my dad's grocery store. I I never bought the swimsuit specials, but my dad owned a grocery store, so I used to read them yeah, on yeah. the newsstand. And I just remember like singing that song for months. <laughs> just, the kind of thing that gets lodged in your brain. Oh, yeah. Just like, yeah, yeah. I can't get it out. Yeah. Um, but it's it, but it is, you know, I mean like which again, like it's, it, it, this argument and I and I get and I get from like the leftist perspective, yeah. like, like I, I had a discussion with like a couple of my lefty friends who were like angry about it because they read the quote and they're like, well, fuck Disney then. And, yeah. I, and it's just like, well, yeah, no, I mean, I get it. Like, fuck the like large corporate behemoth yeah. that is, that like is again, figuring out yet another way to yeah. paywall already pay, you know what I mean? Like, and I get it like, because we, especially our generation mm-hmm. and like a little bit younger, we grew up where things were quote unquote free and yeah, they never yeah. were free. Like cable. We grew up with the idea that like, well, nobody has a competitor for Netflix. Yeah. So everything we like is going to be on Netflix because. Yeah. Or I'm just talking about like, if you had cable. Yeah. The only thing HBO was the like, oh, you, you guys have HBO. And then there was yeah. like Cinemax and, you know, Showtime and things like that. But like HBO was the only one that I ever remember like mm-hmm. growing up. That was like, oh my God, well, you don't have that. Yeah. Like, yeah, and you had the like weird, occasionally had the weird parents that didn't have cable at all, and they're like, yeah. no, we read books, and you're like, fuck you. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I feel like there's one person there. I, probably... I mean, I fucking read books too, but no. like, <laughs> the fact that I have a DVD player, yeah. But I'm saying, but like, oh no, just I, like, I know a bunch of people who are like, especially back like in the yeah. early oh, 2000s, yeah, totally. late 90s, were like, well, I don't own a television. And we're like, what? Yeah, but I, I uh, Greg who, was like Greg actually like did that to his kids, which I, I feel who, like I, like I I would go over to his, I won't say the last name but Phil, um and I I would go to his house all the time. His parents were delightful people. Yeah, but they were old hippies and like I can picture every inch of his house. I think his room was the only place where there was a TV. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But it but it but anyway but it, it was yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it ends up being one of those things where it's just like there's always like yes there 
Like, look at you all fucking hated cable. You all fucking argued about it. And this is what you got, guys. Yeah. Like, this is what you got. I mean, like, there's bit, there's big pluses and there's big negatives. Like, I, the fact that I don't have to pay for fucking Sports Center anymore mm-hmm. and ESPN and, and 3,500 fucking sports channels, fucking awesome. Although, ironically like, enough, I am going to go for the, the Disney Plus bundle. Yeah, with Hulu and the Sport and the ESPN, yeah. Hundle, or Hulu and ESPN Plus, yeah. The Hundle? Just, yeah, the Hundle. Anyway. Yeah. Copyright that right now. Yeah. It's it's literally just it, it's like I think that uh, I've been paying eight ninety nine I think for yeah. Hulu for ad supported Hulu. Yeah. And it's like seven ninety nine for the base level of Disney Plus. Yeah. Or like eleven ninety nine or something yeah, yeah, for the yeah. bundle. And it's like okay, so I have Hulu for a for basically a dollar. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And fucking ESPN Plus for free so that I can watch the World Series. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it, it, it's 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 all going to be confusing, but it, it is it's one of those like you were paying for it before. It's just yeah. the difference is is that like anyway. But that that was that's a sidetrack between yeah, our yeah. our things anyway. But the fact is that like you always had, you know, whenever you walked into any fucking movie, but especially the Marvel movies or whatever, yeah. you were missing a lot. Yeah. Because you didn't read if you didn't read the comics if you didn't mm-hmm. read and not even just the comics like I read Spider Man uh, for a for six years yeah and I don't fucking know eighty percent of what's going on in in Spider Man because a it just kept fucking going yeah but also if they didn't take for that movie they didn't take the characters or take the storylines or take the ideas from the from the twenty years McFarlane like of yeah. run of the spark of the thing or the whatever. Um, then I don't know, but yeah. you know the great thing is, is that I can. I but the difference is I would go I mean, and I've I could go to like the store and fifty years of Spider-Man yeah. comics, and I've never hit the part yet yeah. where his <laughs> Uncle Ben is replaced by Iron Man. It's, it's so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it's saying is like, but you know what? I mean, first off, this is what like having friends are about. I mean, like, yeah. oh, I read that, and like, oh, okay, whatever. This yeah. is the thing that happened. I mean, like, I was joking about before uh, about the fact that like. I never knew what I didn't know until really, like, I mean, yeah. we always chat, but, like, we never, like, spend a fucking hour and a half talking right. about a movie it's afterwards. Right, it's really the podcast that has like, changed the way that we talk about the Marvel movies, because yeah. it's like, now we talk about them. Yeah, and the fact that, like, now I know how much I'm missing, yeah. or and, but I, I'm also going, we nine times out of ten, we're within one or two, like, point mm. system, you know, whatever point yeah. system we work out, like, our opinions are relatively close, and we have yeah. a lot of the same pop culture base, except... Like, I don't know, like, I didn't know that this re- this was a reference directly to it. Yeah. Like, I didn't even think about the fact that, that the chest hair thing was a reference until you mentioned it. Right. I, I, I mean, other than, like, you know, I didn't know that, obviously I didn't know that he was specifically trying to do that. Right. Exactly. I just know that he has chest hair, like, and so yeah. they didn't shave it this time. Like, the fact that it was a reference, you know, I mean, yeah. like, it goes back to when we did, you know, we just talked about Jay and Silent Bob, like, the difference between, I felt like, this the the reboot mm-hmm. was if you didn't watch if you didn't know the 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 uh view askew universe right as well as we do and i i missed a shit ton of stuff right um you wouldn't understand that film like 80 yeah. percent of it and like there's and i don't and i but like not just understand understand it but maybe enjoy it like in yeah. like smith uh james about strike back you, I think, I still think that you could watch that film, never have heard of Kevin Smith, yeah. and enjoy it in the way that you enjoy uh, the Scooby Doo film, you yeah, know, like a Scooby yeah, live action yeah. or High High, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, no, and I agree. And uh, I will say I, I had missed a... Uh, I, I watched, or I, not watched, but I put on a background the other day, the Jay and Silent Bob super groovy cartoon movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is not directed by Smith, but that he contributed to uh, in the sense that like he voiced Silent Bob. Ha ha. And he... Uh, <laughs> And he, uh, the, the story was based on a comic he'd written. Yeah. Um, but, uh, there was a joke in there and I can't remember exactly what it was, but it, it basically was a, a proto version of the, I'll fuck you till you're Thor. Um, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh shit. I had no idea that was a reference. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, I, 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 I was sitting here doing like a gigantic 5,000 word omnibus thing about all the references in the movie. Yeah. yeah. And I had no idea that, like, that running gag from the movie was right. Yeah. You know, so, like, but it's like that didn't affect my enjoyment yeah. of it. It's also funny because sometimes you talk to the, talk to the writer, director, whatever, mm-hmm. like, especially, like, you know, somebody who is so much, like, into his yeah. films, like, like Smith is. Um, and, like, you'll catch and be like, oh, that wasn't, that was just a joke. That was, like, that yeah. wasn't a reference. Be like, oh, but it referenced this. And you're like, and only afterwards they realize, oh, yeah, it was a reference. Yeah, exactly. Because they've been writing the same, sh- they've been writing this their yeah. stuff for years. And it's like, well, that's just the joke that we tell each other, yeah. you know, like in the same way that, like, you know, somebody could read a story from, like, high school back when I used to write screenplays yeah. uh, in high school. I mean, like, and we would laugh about all the references and then no one would fucking, yeah. they'd just be like, oh, okay, so this character gets whatever, mm-hmm. you know, run over by a car. I'd be like, ah, that was a joke and yeah. whatever. And it's, but, I mean, but beside that, the, the ridiculous nature of, like, the fact, again, like, going down to, like, the difference between cinema and Marvel yeah. movies. I, I will um, say. Which the MCU upon itself, it's hilarious, but uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah. but. <laughs> I, I will say. Uh, yeah. The, this conversation that we're having about the the Disney Plus element of it and the like couldn't come at a better time. <laughs> it's like we're all talking about how like Marvel movies are just theme park rides that force yeah. you to blah blah blah. And it's like, okay, well, also you need to download the app, otherwise you're not going to get it. <laughs> it's like, okay, that was well timed, guys. <laughs> but it's it's just it's it's a uh, mind blowing movie because it's like as a person who like just one year of fucking film school yeah and like the fact that like i remember when i first went to film school and the first tried to write a paper on a film and i was just like how the fuck do you write four pages on a 90 minute long yeah. film and like and yeah it's like you read more and read more and you read into the history and you read mm-hmm. into whatever and like what what was the director thinking and you know what yeah, you know yeah. you learn all this stuff and like the fact that like i went from appreciating like really liking brazil let's say like because yeah. i remember that was like i think the final paper i wrote uh in one of my classes which i watched last night yeah very good um and and going from going from okay yeah i uh, like i like this film yeah. i like it as a entertaining film i like i know it deals with politics mm-hmm. and i was a political kid shock everybody in high school and, yeah. and in middle school and i think i first saw it and you know and it has absurdist elements so you get right. to enjoy it and so but after spending a year in film school watching, you know, learning about German expressionism and learning about these things, that film expanded and yeah. like my love for it and watching more than just like the handful of Monty Python films and like things, but like watching other things that like we know that Terry Gillum likes and yeah. and references in the past and learning. And that's, I mean, that's another thing, you know, like learning about like my appreciation for just Monty Python, the TV show and yeah. their movies has changed it's kind of dropped off a lot now but um but i think that's just an age thing i don't know but um i grabbed holy grail on vhs the other day 
<laughs> of course he did. But it's the difference is it like it's yeah I know I know but it's it's changed you know the fact that like once I learned about parliamentarian like oh I understand those references yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know which is I mean it is kind of hilarious that like the meme from all of the Marvel series that I think everybody on the planet would actually get is Cap- is Captain yeah, America going yeah. I understood that reference yeah and the fact that we're talking about this and the fact that like. I can't think of any bit of cinema. I feel like that be... has to be the episode title. Yes, yeah, exactly. But it, but it's, it's, it's just kind of like this idea that any book, any, any, especially pop, anything that's considered pop culture. Yeah. That you wouldn't have to like think that you'd know, have to know something more yeah. to learn about. It. But I mean, the fact that like, so it just comes out of like a either badly phrased quote or whatever, and it's and it's so fucking ridiculous because yeah, yeah, it's. And I get it. Everybody wants to hate Marvel, which hey, we started that fucking thing. Yeah. Um, but like, I still I, fucking hate. I, I feel like it's so weird. Like I've come this full circle where I fucking hated Joker yeah. so goddamn much, and like, and like, it you was hated like, Joker so much that now you're a Marvel apologist. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is, so this is what it's like, like being like an Assad apologist. Uh, okay, Tulsi. Um, but, uh, anyway, Either that or this is <laughs> even that's like, an es- esoteric reference to uh, a handful of shitty journalists. Yeah, that... <laughs> yeah. Either that or like, it, this is just what it's like being film Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're, we're like, no, we just have to hate everything for a certain point. But it, but it's just one of the, it's just, uh, like the fact that like I saw it, I saw it being discussed, like even off of like, not just film right. Twitter, but like like the film world and saw it in the like the like you know lefty political way where it's just like oh how dare they make us you know also buy these extra mm-hmm. products and i go well first off no one's forcing you to buy into this thing like yeah but i mean my biggest thing at the end of the day was you do realize that even if it, everything that he said it's taken to the full extent where no i can't possibly walk into this film yeah. that star that has scarlet witch in it and understand a goddamn thing what's going on and i'm just like Walk, like walking along like a lone babe, like you know. Yeah. You know what? There's there's websites like comicbook.com and about ten thousand other ones that will do yeah. full on fucking like slideshow explainers to get you to every single one. Yeah, like and you can still see it opening night. Don't go see it at like six o'clock on Thursday. I, I bet once, you the thing once is once a single human being has seen yeah. this movie, there's gonna be threads on the internet yeah. that are basically like, Hey, here's what you need to know to see it. Yeah. And and, and just fact, like there used this to be quote, quote by yeah. the way. Yeah. This quote guarantees that there will be like at least three dozen like here's everything you need to know from the disney plus series yeah, yeah. to walk into doctor strange 2 yeah like that'll be that's a headline yeah, yeah, i yeah. guarantee will exist yeah. at least 10 times but it, i mean it's just it's it's so uh, the fact that cliff notes exist yeah you know the fact that all of these things exist and the fact that like english literature is built off yeah. of like basically let's have a discussion about what this book actually means and it's what it's yeah. what references it has you know i mean whether it be like you know ernest hemingway or yeah, yeah. or fucking frazen like franzen franzen yeah. yeah like and they all have fucking references in them like yeah. are you fucking I mean, kidding me let, uh, on a very base level and it's not quite the same thing but i think it's pretty much the same thing yeah. it's like yeah you won't get every part of 10 things i hate about you if you haven't read the fucking taming of the shrew yeah but I haven't. I love that film. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I, I mean, I I have, but I couldn't think of a better like. But I, that's that's a common thing. Yeah. Like, people do modern reinterpretations of the classics, and a lot of the time, because it's a classic and it's public yeah. domain, you don't acknowledge it. Yeah. Like fucking Zero Effect is yeah. 
a modern day retelling of a specific Sherlock Holmes yeah. story, which is not a popular one. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not one of the you know. Yeah. And so like, Zero Effect, which is a movie we both love, like I never read that story until I watched Zero Effect four hundred times mm-hmm. and was like, oh, I should probably read you know yeah. Scandal in Bohemia. Um, yeah. And I, I'm sure if there were more people listening to this show. I would have people being like, oh, that is a popular one, though. And, Fuck you. It's not one of the... Sherlock Holmes, like, stands come out. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it, you know, I mean, it's, you know, and again, that Marvel has done this before. They have, you know, like, you didn't have to, the reverse wasn't true about the Marvel Netflix series. Like, yeah. you didn't have to watch any of that shit no. to do it. Like, and by yes, the way, it added some fans things. got pissed about it. Yeah. Like, people were so pissed that, like, I mean, that... I, I was angry that, like, I'm like, it, because it's not using the yeah. medium to, it's like, look at if it was, like, an esoteric film that you're basically going to be like, no, it's yeah. fucking Avengers. Like, yeah. anybody who hasn't seen the film, at least it's like, oh, yeah, the fucking Avengers. Yeah, I know who yeah. those are. Yeah. And, like, the fact, like, there were there were people who were, like, legitimately angry. And granted, like, those people are mostly, like, acting like children. But yeah. still, like, there were people who were legitimately angry that, like, none of the characters from the Netflix shows popped up in the gigantic group scene at the end of Endgame. Yeah. It's like, wait, you put two different versions of Howard the Duck in there, but you couldn't pop in one of my guys. Yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah. Uh, I also don't necessarily believe that Daredevil would have lasted too long in that, but but I also yeah. don't believe that uh, um, um, Black Widow would have lasted actually yeah, realistically yeah. either. Um, especially considering they didn't really give her anything special. I mean, she was dead by then. Oh, yeah, she was dead by then. Shit, yeah. So she didn't last very long at all. <laughs> yeah, but she suicided herself. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm sorry, oh. martyred herself. Oh, we're going to fight Thanos again? Oh, I'm... No, your family is the important thing. Bye! I do kind of wish that, like, they would have recognized for a moment where, like, who is the character that we can give up yeah, that yeah. won't do a goddamn thing against even the low-level little, yeah. like, dogs or whatever the fuck we're running around we're like, oh, I mean, there she is. Even fucking Hawkeye, it was just like, <laughs> what did he do? He took the thing and ran away for four minutes. Uh, and even then, he wasn't the one who did anything with yeah. it. Like, at he least, ran away yeah. and then had to hand it to somebody with powers. <laughs> like, at least, is at least like he like he was he was a char- he's a character that's been given yeah, like yeah. some abilities that like. You know, this is again no nothing against Black Widow as a character, yeah, as Black right. Widow, whatever. It's just against the fact that Marvel didn't give they didn't do her any, anything. Didn't yeah. even give her like special fucking guns. No, you know, she has the like <laughs> I'll kill you with my crotch powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would... yeah, which somehow works against like three hundred pound like you know, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but yeah, it's uh, that was resisting fun. the urge to make any jokes about crotches, but that's, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's. This is a fun thing because it's it's a weird like there are plenty of reasons to be irritated by the MCU. There's plenty of reasons to be irritated by Disney. It feels like the fact that this has become such a thing. Yeah. What? And it's it's like it's the opposite number of the Scorsese thing, which again, like we were talking about this and we were like we should do an episode on like because like one of the things we talked about is the fact that like yeah there is something to be said, uh, and it's funny because Scorsese says this, but you know who said it a lot better. Fucking Gwyneth Paltrow. When Iron Man 3 was in theaters, she was talking about the fact that, like, somebody asked her, basically, what drew you to this? And she's like, oh, it's so I can be on the fucking screen? Yeah. Because, like, 
Gwyneth Paltrow in her heyday used to be in a bunch of, like she would appear in $30 million romantic comedies that would yeah. then make $100 million and be considered big hits. Yeah, yeah. Those movies don't exist anymore. Yeah. Like, nobody wants to spend more than $10 million on a romantic yeah. comedy. And so, like, she had a really good kind of analysis of, like, where the industry was and what the fundamental flaws of blockbuster marketing is. Yeah. Which is basically that now that, you know, Star Wars and Marvel have to be on eight screens at any given time, all the 12-screen multiplexes can't show that much. Yeah. Um, which, like, that's a legitimate argument. And that's a thing that I think people should be annoyed by and, and a little worried about. Um, Scorsese's thing about, like, well, it's not cinema, like, that's not the same thing. Yeah. And so it's funny because uh, the, the Scorsese thing, like, coming up at this moment, I think just, it, it feels like this is an excuse for a bunch of people who agree with Scorsese or who at least don't want to see, be seen publicly disagreeing with Scorsese yeah. uh, can now jump down Marvel's balls because they're like, oh, oh, look, they did a bad thing. And and who gives a shit? Like, it, it, it really is. It does feel like it was a bad quote by Feige. Like, he shouldn't have said it. He should have known better. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, they've been, for the last 10 years eating their lunch off of everything being connected and everything being a sequel. Yeah. Um, and, and again, like it's, you know, at the end of the day, they, they also know that their core constituency when it comes to like the film, like yeah. are people who want to know a little bit more yeah. than everybody else like that. Not, and not, in, not necessarily in a bad way, but they want to know like, Oh, well, you know, they, and yeah. again, every fucking like game of Thrones is like that. Fucking like every single TV show that has yeah. like a massive popular following that has any depth to it, um, has that sort of thing. Lost yeah. was like that. Like they were like it, your entryway into yeah. like season, you just couldn't enter, you know, fourth season of Lost yeah. and try to talk to somebody about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, and not that I think you'd want to, but um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I hated that fucking show. <laughs> I really tried to like it because everyone was fucking talking Don't about let it. Don't Brandon hear that. But um, <laughs> Brandon and I disagree on a lot of things. I've just started occasionally trolling his Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> he put up a list of like, oh, here are the, the, the top films of the year or something. And the way that he put it out, it had Joker at the bottom. Yeah. And it was just in order. And I'm like, oh, that seems right. <laughs> <laughs> and his base, like, whoop, oh, <laughs> yeah. came after it. I'm like, hey, man, I'm just giving you fucking, like, traffic. <laughs> so, yeah. to your thing. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I, I again, the, the fact that, like, the fact that, like, it's just any fucking, again, any cinema that you talk about. Like, yeah. anything, like, you watch a Scorsese film, you know, is is an example. I'm like... Yeah, it adds to it. You yeah. know, the fact that, like, I mean, actually, I think one of his biggest drawbacks is the fact that he doesn't recognize that, A, he's using all the same actors, he's using mm -hmm. a lot of the same plot points and using a lot of things, and then just kind of mixing them up a little bit. Yeah. Um, like, the fact that he doesn't actually reference, like, previous films with yeah. a nod or anything like that is kind of a thing that, first off, also, like, older cinema you know, older auteurs and whatever do. Yeah. So it's not like it's a, oh, well, I don't want to do that because I don't want to be seen like Quentin Tarantino or yeah, I don't yeah. know, Kevin Smith, God fucking forbid. So, um, but, you know, and the fact that like he doesn't do that, I don't know. I like start to like, the more actually I like look, relook yeah. at his cinema, the more I look at it a, a, as a lesser thing because it's just, it's not building anything. It's just mm -hmm. individual films that are good, mm -hmm. you know, but not like, 
nothing is groundbreaking. Nothing has changed. I mean, Taxi Driver was groundbreaking the way that it was like ultra violence. And then he, you know, and then he looks upon everything else that's basically ultra violence as shit. And it's like, oh, really? But, you know, I guess you got to have a 13 year old girl that's getting fucking raped and have like a main character that uh, has a love affair with him that's really, you know, to make it art. Um, Speaking of Woody Allen. um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, we should probably ask, uh, we should should ask Jodie Foster what she thinks of the Marvel movies. And then immediately when she sh- when she shits on them, people will be like, "Yeah, but you did that fucking Beaver movie with uh, <laughs> Mel Gibson." Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. But then uh, uh, then Robert Downey Jr. would come to his defense because they're friends. So because this world is very fucking weird. Yeah, and nothing makes sense. <laughs> Hollywood does not make any sense. <laughs> so we, should, we should make like a master list of all the Marvel <laughs> actors who have like supported something really shitty. Yeah. It's like, no, Robert Downey Jr. is a huge fan of, of Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Goldblum is a huge fan of Woody Allen. <laughs> and then just, like, slowly you check down, like, Scarlett Johansson is a huge fan of Woody Allen and also defends, yeah. you know, I could play a tree if I want, you know, yeah, remember that bullshit. So basically... It, Peter Quill is a, <coughs> is a crazy religious nut. Yeah. So, again, it just ends up being Captain America stands fucking alone. And, yeah, yeah. And like, it's just like... It is amazing. Like the, I think that may should go down. Yes, I think everybody talks about Tony Stark yeah. and Robert. Uh, you know, being the most perfect casting ever. Yeah, yeah. I genuinely believe, actually, what's going to come to pass is the fact. Actually, the problem is, is did, the more he acts shitty or doesn't or yeah. whatever he does. I mean, he hasn't done anything bad. I'm no, not, yeah, I'm, I mean, not, I'm not coming up with something. Even whatever. the fu- even like, the fucking Mel Gibson thing, to be fair, yeah. was like twenty years ago. Yeah, 15, yeah. like. Yeah. I, yeah, it's still shitty that he vouches for a shitty person, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, eh, it's also there's like an expiration his... date to like, yeah. hey, I'm vouching for a friend of mine yeah. 20 years. You know, well, I mean, also the fact that like he helped him out in the same way, same exact way that they helped out each other. The fact yeah. that like, yeah. you know, he was in a really shitty place, did a lot of shitty things, and yeah. um, and shitty not in the like. I don't yeah. remember anything like shitty in the other no, two I don't other remember people. Super, like, just or anything illegal like, and yeah. you know generally Hollywood brought yeah. you know whatever. But um, but yeah, wow, it's it's kind of actually amazing. Like I just don't want him to say. Yeah. <laughs> Not only do I love him as his actor, but also like the fact that he has just become yeah Captain yeah. America. He'll just age. oh okay, I I was still on. Oh yeah. Uh, I was still oh on. no, I jumped back into yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, yeah yeah Evans is Evans is great. He's he's and it's funny. One of the things that I like had said recently, I had like, on my desk, I have a couple of the like Arrowverse statues that, you know, and one of them is the John Wesley ship Flash from Elseworlds, which mm-hmm. is basically just his Flash from the 1990 TV show. And one of them is uh, the Atom, which is Brandon Routh's character from Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. And I had tweeted something along the lines of like, yeah, it's always fun when like the, the superheroes, like these actors are nicer than the fucking superheroes. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and it's, those, those guys are few and far between. Yeah. Like there, there's, I've talked to a lot of superheroes and like most of them aren't jerks by any stretch of the imagination, but the number of people who you're like, Oh yeah, you exceed like expectations is fairly yeah, yeah. small. Yeah. And I would put Evans in that list, yeah. you know? Uh, but yeah, I mean, we just, we really mostly just wanted to talk about the Disney plus thing and the fact that like, if you're having a fit about this, like I, I feel like starting with Iron Man two, like it's a series. Yeah. It's a series of films. It's like, are you pissed off because like 
the most recent Fast and Furious movie didn't make any sense if you hadn't watched Tokyo Drift. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, first of all, I fucking know for a fact there's a lot of people who did not watch Tokyo Drift who were generally fans of the series, but yep. they saw that, like, oh, no, we abandoned the main characters. Yeah. I guess it's time to jump off. Yeah. And like, they didn't, you know, they didn't... I, I, I have watched the series. I am a fan of the series. Yeah, yeah. And Tokyo Drift was one that I was not a fan of uh, after watching it. Um, and I actually like those actors that are in it. Um, yeah. But uh, it was... Uh, yeah, they just jumped right into that and didn't have to explain anything. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? It still made fucking sense. Yeah. Because it's not important. Like, yeah, and exactly. at the end of the day, like... I, I, they know, like... They were like, how far can we take this? Yeah. Like, Gun, I think, is the only one that's, like, maybe allowed, or at least will, yeah. at least, go a little bit farther to the point that, like, well, that just didn't make sense. Yeah. But again, it also, like, as we always say, it's comic books. Yeah. Like, it's movies. And the other like, thing, too, like, one of the things that I, throughout this whole conversation, like, there's always, like, there's always something. Like... <clears throat> There's always some element of anytime you go past the first movie, and even in the first movie, a lot of times it's like, like you said, there's like, no fucking Joker in Dark Knight doesn't make any sense if you haven't watched uh, the Conrad Veidt's The Man Who Laughs. It's like, no, that's bullshit. Yeah. Like that doesn't. You don't need to see that. Um, uh, a good kind of closing note on this is, uh, you know, Patrick H. Williams, the the YouTuber. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. He does like film analysis and stuff. He had recently, uh, like, a, a Patreon goal. It's, like, hit X number of things, and I'll take my parents to go see uh, Avengers Endgame. Yeah. And his parents, uh, based on, like, the, the actual thing, as far as I could tell, they had seen Iron Man and uh, Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. and maybe one other one. I think I want to say one other one. But, like, they, like... We're, we're at movie 21. They had seen, let's be generous and say five. Yeah. And also, this is the second half of a two-part movie. Yeah. And, like, he thought that it was going to be hilarious because he was going to take them to the movie and it was going to come out and be like, we're old, this is dumb, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And he, like, they went to the movie, they came out and they were like, that was a lot of fun. There was a couple things I didn't quite understand, but no, yeah. like, they, they like... They did a really fucking good economical job of telling us everything yeah. that we needed to know in the same way that, like, you learn everything you need to know about Doctor Strange yeah. in Infinity War yeah. so that, like, oh, shit, there's magic now? Okay, whatever. Yeah. Neat. Well, it goes, back to, it goes back to the, like, the version of, um, uh, not Nolan's, uh, the, the Death of Superman, the, when, yeah. not, uh, when we introduce uh, uh, killing Bruce's parents. It's in the credits. You don't need yeah, the fucking yeah. full sequence. You don't need them in the theater watching a little bit, yeah. realizing that they're billionaires, and then going back and being like, no, you'll fucking, first off, if you don't know that already, I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, but, and then the second thing is, is that you'll figure it out. Like, yeah. because that's how cinema works. Yeah. Like, it's the, if you had that annoying person in the cinema, you're like, I don't understand this. Like, who's this character? You're like, pay the fuck attention and you'll fucking understand it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the end of the story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so this is basically a 45-minute rant of us just being like, <laughs> shut the fuck up about this thing. Uh, you know, we're we're 23? movies into the into the series now like there comes a point where like you can't just say like oh i'm really upset that my 13 dollars didn't tell me literally everything about every single character in this th-. it's like no you're like 
How I long mean, do you want fuck, this film to be? Yeah, exactly. I mean, not not just that, but like, okay, so <laughs> you know when the last time was that would be super super compelling to me as an argument was Spider-Man: Homecoming. It's the first installment of a brand new series, mm-hmm. and it's a different studio altogether. They yeah. are not even fucking Disney. Yeah. And like. I mean, I you, I'm not happy about the fact they made him Iron Man's sidekick, and yeah. I'm like I didn't like that movie particularly, but the like, well I don't understand anything because I didn't watch Avengers of it all. It's like that's that's not true. Like you you understood ninety percent of things. If you didn't understand ten because you didn't watch Avengers, yeah. like it might you. Yeah, you didn't get it, but it doesn't affect anything. There's also a lot of you know. There's a lot of crossover. I think. I would imagine at least between the people that are like would be pissed off about this or at least not pissed off about this specifically because they're fans and they don't want to spend more money, but they're pissed off because of the idea of Disney charging more money or something. Yeah. Whatever general idea gets to be this is the fact that like these are the same people who are like, well, they don't have that much depth to them. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think that's like one of the like things yeah, of, like yeah. of, uh, you know, well, that's, I mean, I don't know if it was an exact, exact quote I'm trying to remember, but like the idea behind a lot of Scorsese's, uh, yeah. it's not cinema argument and it's just like well when you have 17 characters that all have a lot of screen time yeah yeah you're gonna have to either you, and also you can't make a two and a half hour film yeah. like a lot of time i mean not yeah they're not, that's wrong now but there are a lot of them with two and a half hours but like yeah and you want to give them all characters like yeah yeah you're gonna need that yeah. you're gonna need to have like some other context outside of that especially what you know especially when that stuff may add more to the character. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, could you watch, could I watch five films about the characters around yeah. Casino? Um, maybe? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's Like, I feel thing. like if, if there were better writing in, in Scorsese films, I'm sorry. Like, But, I, like, I, I feel too, like I could. There's, but. there's an element of, like, there's a calculated element. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so... In order to understand everything about Scarlet Witch, you're going to have to watch her show. Fantastic. Was Scarlet Witch ever that compelling in any of the Marvel movies? No. So if adding, like, essentially bonus content in a different platform yeah. makes her compelling, like, <clears throat> I, I feel like that's, a in general, a win. Yeah. Uh, and I do think, too, that, like, this is just what happens now. Like, you fucking you know watch any tv show in the mid 2000s when networks were trying to figure out how to embrace the internet yeah and there were all those like webisodes it was like oh well if you want to find out why she was standing behind that cooler when she like when she heard the secret that she wasn't supposed it's like okay well yeah that's that's a neat little sidetrack but i don't need to fucking know why she's standing behind the cooler she's standing there yeah yeah and I think that's the Marvel thing. Well, it's, like, it's, it's, you know, the fact, I, and, and I understand this more than I understand the Marvel thing about, like, people being pissed off that you buy a video game and mm-hmm. then you have to buy all these add-ons to oh, yeah, play yeah. the game more. Like, actually, weirdly, we were having this discussion yeah. beforehand with your kid, about your kids yeah. like, and those things. But, like, the difference is, is that you don't have to beat anybody. Yeah. Like, you can walk into a film and not know much. Yeah. And the next person next to you can walk in and be a fucking walking cinema and comic book history yeah. nerd. And both of you can enjoy a film in different ways. Yeah. Again, it, you know, it goes back I, because of our base or whatever. The best example is always going to be the Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah. Like you can watch that film and I think enjoy it in the way that of what the film is. Yeah. Or you can be a Kevin Smith nerd and enjoy the hell out of it yeah. in a different way. I mean, how many Kevin Smith nerds who were like 
college kids in the 90s yeah. or, or <clears throat> how many people do you think watch Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and just to this day have no fucking idea that the douchey guy from Good Will Hunting 2 yeah. is actually the douchey guy from Good Will Hunting. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. that was one of my favorite gags. Yeah. But, like, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Like, eh. Yeah. Well, how many Kevin Smith fans watched Kirk's the Animated Series? And... Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and gets all those jokes, and gets the jokes that he may lay in it's, later on. I mean, the fact that, that Jay is wearing a, yeah. on his on the new one, on Reboot, Jay's yeah. wearing a button on his hat that says, oh my God, Bear is driving. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. All right. Any final thoughts before we... Yeah, no, that's it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's... We really like... just wanted to lecture all you assholes for like an hour. <laughs> um... I feel like we don't do it a lot. So, yeah, like, yeah. so, like I feel like... Because usually we're defending, like, whether it be... Whether it be the the uh, the, the Snyder yeah, <laughs> Snyder yeah. films or whether we're defending you know or fighting against fucking goddamn civil war yeah um, but in that trash fucking picture um, but uh, yeah go watch um, Hudson Hawk instead of Civil War go, go spend time with your children we need to we need to create a Hudson Hawk cinematic universe. <laughs> Just make up connections and draw. I I personally like my idea that that I tweeted about because I was watching The Losers. Mm -hmm. And so my theory is that uh, Captain America, um, when, you know, when he went back in time or whatever, he spent time in The Losers uh, and was part of that. And that's why he, yeah. (laughs) It's it's funny. You tweeted that around the same time that I tweeted a thing about how, like, I refuse to acknowledge the Lizzie McGuire reboot if they don't acknowledge that in the intervening years she was the girl from War, Inc., (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just want Lizzie to have a thick Russian accent for no reason. Um, It'd be like a weird. She's one of the like. She was actually kidnapped and like yeah. br- brought into that program that Jennifer Lawrence in that film was oh, in. Yeah. And... <laughs> oh God, the not black canary or the not black uh, widow program. Or the also not um, Angelina Jolie film. Yeah. That yeah. I forget what the name of that is. Like it's which is actually a better film weirdly. Salt. Yeah, Salt. Um, I think it's a better film, at least. Um, I haven't seen it. It's funny because my uh, my DVD player is a Sony. Yeah. And when I first bought it, which is tells you how old the DVD player is, uh, Salt was like a thing. Yeah. And so it had its own like app on the. There was like bonus features for that movie that came preloaded on every Sony DVD oh, player. God. In the hopes that you would like <clears throat> tune into that channel and be like, I gotta watch this movie. How did they? I mean, like, I, I enjoy that film, and if it's on, like, I'll watch it, and yeah, I think yeah. I own the DVD. Like, I bought it used or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, I'll tell you, like, I watch that film and go, well, this ain't going to be anything. Oh, <laughs> like, because, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not anything. It was, like, a just, oh, it had a nice, like, twist in the fact that, like, oh, she's whatever going to be a thing. But then it ended up being, like, oh, well, that's the plot of Red Sparrow. Yeah. Like, yeah. except that not killing the president or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, that was a weird. That was a weird digression for the end of the. She has not been Marvel. in a. It's and the one thing I would say. It's weird that she hasn't been in a. Is she gonna be in a? Angelina Jolie yeah. or. Yeah. Yeah, she's a right now. They're filming. Oh okay. Uh, yeah, I felt like there was something. She's yeah. the lead in the Eternals. Uh, yeah. uh, which is another like Jack Kirby cosmic property in the oh, yes, yes, like New yes. Gods. I'm and, actually yeah very yeah. excited about that yeah. Um, it's her and uh, it's not Vic Sahay. Um, there's another like, you know, because there's like five. East Asian actors that get cast in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Um, who's the guy from the movie about his wife having cancer? Uh, it's like a comedy, The Big Sick. Um, oh, um, oh my God. Uh, shit, I feel... Kumail Nanjiani? 
I think it's I know the first name. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he, in Silicon Valley too. Yeah. 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 yeah he's he's in it. Uh, Angelina Jolie's in it, and there's a bunch of other famous people who were cast all at once at Comic-Con, and since I was doing stuff at Comic-Con, I don't remember any of them. <laughs> I just remember the two who, like, got rumored months in advance. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Angelina Jolie is playing, I think, like, the Queen of the Eternals or something. I so think she's just, Cersei. So now it's just Brad Pitt, who has never... <laughs> yeah, Brad Pitt's never been in a Marvel movie or, or a DC movie yet. Clooney. I mean, I'm sure that you, you could look at five or six other big actors who haven't, but... Oh, mainly I was just, for some reason, it was like that group of, like, oh, yeah, people. Like it was the... like, Julia Roberts hasn't, and, like, you know, basically the Ocean's Eleven crew. Yeah, like, most of them haven't. I mean, obviously, know? George Clooney was Batman. Oh, yeah. Fucking um, Jesus. Uh, I mean, Matt, I Damon, Matt Damon was Loki twice. Uh, oh. <laughs> technically three times with, with Reboot. Um, yeah. Because he, he was the fake Loki. He was the actor who played Loki in the... But he plays Loki, not Marvel's Loki. No, 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 he was... He he was in Thor Ragnarok. He was the oh, actor who fuck. played. Oh fuck! I forgot. Loki. Jesus Christ! Yeah. 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 Fuck me. Which always yeah. amused me because I was like, wait, Shit. wait, that's actually Loki. I didn't watch that <laughs> fucking Disney Plus series about that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, he was. That's I, I demand a Disney Plus series about the, the actor, the Asgardian <laughs> actor who plays fake Loki, who's also real Loki in a different movie. Just like I just want like a uh, no, I don't. I was gonna make a joke. I like I want like an office like version of like just yeah. like randoms going gone at uh back in <laughs> <laughs> but like i'm like no no i don't want that i feel like that a that joke has been fucking yeah slaughtered <laughs> but also i fucking hated the office to begin with so every i liked it for a while and then i didn't anymore yeah. uh i never got into parks and rec which i always felt like was just i feel like i should have but i never understood how i couldn't oh it had uh didn't have a neat Aziz. Yeah, Aziz on Sarkozy. That fucking like yeah. You know my favorite part about Parks and Rec though, was that because he was in Parks and Rec, he left Scrubs. Because <laughs> he was annoying the shit out of me on Scrubs. I love when that happens. And then like you're like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, sorry guys, but I'm so happy yeah. for my team. Yeah, the show got picked up the series, and it was like he was gone, and I was just like, oh thank fuck. And actually like, again, I don't know, he's a as far as I can tell, not a great person anyway, but, like, in the show, he was also a piece of shit. Yeah. And so, like, in story, the ride, like, the, the way they wrote him out was like, oh, there's no way he's gonna, like, because it was like, I think it was like, he got, I don't even, I think he was faking his test scores or something. Like, whatever it was that they did, it was like, oh, so he's gone, gone. Like, yeah, there's yeah. no way of bringing this character back. <laughs> um, which, you know, made me happy. Um <laughs> But that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, Matt Damon played Loki twice, including once, kind of, sort of, not really, in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Uh, obviously, if Matt Damon were to want a Marvel role, uh, they would just ignore the fact, yeah. or they would make the joke that, like, in Ragnarok, he was Matt Damon. Yeah. Um, Which I think I, actually would be fucking fantastic yeah, if, that, yeah. if they made that, like, in-universe. <laughs> uh, I, I, would, I, would, uh, I would rather see... Uh, instead of instead of his Marvel character, Loki went to Earth, kidnapped Matt Damon, brought him back. <laughs> That'd be um, fucking fantastic. That could be one of those one shots, the like little ten minute short films they do. Yeah, yeah. That they haven't done in years, but they're doing again now. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it would definitely be better than the weird Team Todd. Or oh, you know, actually, you know who did it first though? Futurama did it best. Yeah. There's that great episode, the Star Trek uh, yeah, episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel like. <laughs> 
feel like I've seen something like... I mean, obviously, there's, like, fucking Galaxy Quest, which... Yeah. Which, by the way, Galaxy Quest will turn 20 on Christmas this year. We're oh. old. We, we are. Uh, <laughs> they're doing a documentary about Galaxy Quest and, like, the, the fandom behind it and blah, 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 blah. And I talked to the director about it, and she seems uh, really keyed into all this stuff, so it'll be interesting to see how that movie plays. Um, nice. I, I assume we'll end up going and seeing it and talking about it because it's a Fathom Events thing and I'm just like, yeah, I could see us going on November 20, whatever it is. To, um. All right. Well, we, <laughs> That really faded off. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're like eight tangents away from the end of this episode, so uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, be back here by noon on the fifth day for more from Emerald City Video and always remember to rewind your cassettes.